Hey, once again, this is King Cow along with my co-host, The Panda, and you're here for another edition of Vinyl Rhetoric. It's been a minute, woman. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm like, busy, who, who busy, are busy, you? Busy, busy, busy. I know, it's been crazy. It's been nuts for me. Yeah, same. And that's for you. Yeah, you've been a different kind of busy than I've been. Yeah. What have you been doing? Well, besides the band being absolutely like on fire, now we ha- now we do two twos no, two Thursdays a month. Uh-huh. So twice a month we have a three for, you know. So what, what, what? So we do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, oh okay. Just so you a three for I was thinking of a different three. And like this weekend, we have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So four for? No, th- we don't have a gig on oh, Thursday. Th- still a three for. Still Just a, a three different three for. Yeah. But then, you know, last time I talked to you, we were selling the house, and that's still happening. And it's a little frustrating at this point because we're, you know, we're not like in the house. We're like, we have all of our stuff is in the garage, and we're just like wanting to move so badly. Do you know but where you're moving to? Well, we can't we can't even look for a house until, until we sell this ho- this house. And we've gotten two offers, but one wasn't enough and the other one as soon as we laid down the contingency that we're looking for a house as soon as someone buys this, they backed out of it immediately. Because they didn't they want to move it, in right away? Yeah, they wanted to move in right away. Oh. And so we got would it. have a 30-day contingency got it. looking for our new house. So as soon as they heard that, they're like, never mind. Uh, so that was frustrating. Yeah. But, um, well, I figured I would tell the rhetoricians what, what else has been going on. The reason why I'm selling my house. Why are you selling your house? I'm currently 18 weeks pregnant. Woo! Which, you know, King Cow is known for a while. Yeah, because she's a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> the fattest of the fat asses. No, I, I, I don't know when I found out, but... You told me one day, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I found out in May. So then it was like, oh, we got to figure all this stuff out, you know, so we need another bedroom because we have two other kids. So um, so that's why we were selling the house. So then I've been pregnant this whole time, working, doing the band thing, and that's why Tuesdays sometimes don't work out. Yeah, and I know. Yeah. And then a couple times uh, you want, we were going to do it, and then I said, oh, you never mind. I'm not getting off work till late 30. Yeah. Or 9. Yeah, you've been the different kind of busy. <laughs> it's been nuts. Yeah. Uh, stupid 30 hours of overtime. That's insane. Or more. That's not fair. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's, and then uh, and I have my colonoscopy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I heard all about that. That, that was the funnest. <laughs> I mean, the most fun? The most fun? Yeah, I don't know if it was the most. It was, it was great fun. An experience. Yeah, it was, I'm in it for the experiences. Yeah, that's. A, <laughs> I asked the doctor, "Will you sign my ass?" <laughs> so, Give me back. You have to. He calls and says, "Hey, uh, I lost my watch." Well, <laughs> <laughs> he had a really long last name, so he just put his initials. <laughs> I gave him. I gave him a sharpie here. It was William Wallace, so it's, he puts it right. www.butthole.com. <laughs> and then you do cartwells and it says, wow, mom, wow, mom, wow, mom, wow, mom. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. They put B-O-W above it, and then I bent over. Right. And my I wife was all, bow wow. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, I get it. I get it. But she thought it was bow W starfish wow. <laughs> w purple starfish wow. Wait, purple starfish? Chocolate starfish. No, it was all cleaned out. Uh, <laughs> it had been stretched as a tad. <laughs> yeah, so it was probably not even a starfish. It looked more like a, a used... Vagina. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, um, another thing that we did, uh, I just took my daughter to her first big concert just this last Sunday. Really? Yeah, we went and saw Little Big Town uh, at the Fruit Yard. What is Little Big Town? They're a country act. Hmm. I think I've heard their name. Maybe. Yeah, they're two two females and two male leads. Oh, well, maybe I haven't. But uh, they're did, pretty good. Did she like it? Oh yeah, she had a she had a blast. Did was she Okay. So when when I went to my first concert, mm-hmm. there was a guy that sings mm-hmm. blah 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 mm-hmm, blah blah. Mm-hmm. And at one point during his singing, and I mean we are we are way up in this the Raptors. Yes. <laughs> and he's singing and then he starts he's got scarfs around his neck and uh-huh. then people come up and he's taking scarfs off and giving them to people. Did you go see? Yes. And I, <laughs> I asked my mom, my mom, hey, mom, do you want me to go down there and get you a scarf? <laughs> I was going to go down. I, I, I didn't know if there were, there, I probably didn't know there was rules, but I was going right. to just go down and, okay, I'll get in line and right. get you one. I'll get you a scarf, mom. But I really asked her, do you want a scarf? Do you want me to get you one? Lo and behold, Tom Jones scarves are only worth a no, penny. No, it wasn't Tom cause... Jones. <laughs> Dang it. No, it was Elvis. Oh, Elvis. Yeah, Elvis gave out scarves. Oh, Tom Jones is the he, one. Did he that, do that too? What the, oh. I think Tom Jones was more famous for the women throwing the panties uh, on the stage. Yeah, and then he would wear them, and, and he'd wear he them, would... and then and then and then people would come up and get panties. <laughs> no, Probably? he he so he so he he, wrote, he would wear a scarf, mm-hmm. and then he'd be singing, and then he'd get hot, and then he'd take off a scarf, and then he'd give it to someone. Uh-huh. Well. I guess after, you know, the first time he did it, then it became a thing, a shtick kind of yeah. thing. Uh-huh. And so there was just somebody up there giving him scarves. He put it on for five seconds and then someone, and then so there, there was a line of women and he just took it off and gave it to them. And the next one and the next one. And so I asked my mom, do you want me to go down and get a scarf for uh-huh. you? So I'll get you that scarf. So that was, that was my first <laughs> real concert. I mean, I might've seen some little show right. before, but that's the first concert I really remember. That's a big one. Oh, it was a big one. But yeah. the thing that I remember, I, mean, I really remember doing that. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was into, and I was watching him, and I right. knew of a song. So it was, it was cool. Right. Did your daughter, was she all into it where she was like dancing? Oh, yeah. Did she know the song? She did. Okay. So that's, that's big. Yeah. And, uh, and now she's obsessed with them. As, as did you buy an album? Bought an album. Oh, cool. So I'll, I'll bring that in. And then uh, it's country. It's country. Hello. Hee hee hee. What? Hey, don't th- have we done any country? We have technically flirted around that. We've you have. I haven't. We flirted. Okay. All right. Okay. Wait. You can what bring about, it. I don't care. What about uh? What's his name? B J Thomas. C W McCall. Yeah. No, he was trucker music. I know. I I because I never thought. I just knew Convoy. Right. So yeah. So I, and I don't care. You can bring dancing whatever you around. Want. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's not horrible music. Well, that's what when I when I 
when I played it for the Blob, uh-huh. I just thought this is trucker music. I didn't right. know that it was. But it's also country. nostalgic, I think, for, for you guys. For me, well, yeah, for me, yeah. Convoy was a big song. It was a right. hit. So I heard it on the regular radio stations, right. and we got ourselves a Convoy. Right. Yeah, ain't she a beautiful sight? <laughs> right. Convoy. Oh man. It was just, and so that's why I had the album, uh-huh. and it was his greatest hits, which. I don't know. I didn't. I only knew that song. I just liked that song, and right. I found an album with that song on it. Mm-hmm. And my whole mo was, hey, it's like a song. Oh, there's here's an album with that song. Oh, there's other songs on greatest hits would right. have more right. stuff like that. But his that's still the only song I knew. Convoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got the greatest hits, and I still only know Convoy. Well, that's the cool thing about what's happening right now in music is the fact that these artists aren't even releasing albums anymore. They're releasing singles. So they'll release 12 singles and then market it as an album. Okay. So when they le- release 12 singles, is it a single a week or sing- whenever they have them? H- however they space They get them, them done and then they just, once they've released a certain amount, they 12 say- 12 or 14. This is an album. This is the whole album. Huh. Which interesting. Is, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think with the internet, it's a lot different- than it was when you didn't have well, f- the internet. I feel like there's so many more artists too, because like back when the gatekeepers, you know, the the record companies, they were only releasing a certain amount of artists because they could only manage a certain amount of artists. So a lot of like really mm. talented people. Good point. Yeah, a lot of really talented people. They weren't. They were trying to get into the to the gatekeepers, but they weren't being allowed in even though they were really talented and they probably could have done great and here they can just do it themselves yep. and there's there's a guy i want to say it's tom mcdonald but i'm not sure okay but he's a rapper uh-huh and i heard i heard him interviewed and i'm like oh let me check it out so in the super bowl i played i wanted to play one of his songs uh-huh. and i played it i'm like oh, uh, my brother's like thinking it's all blm stuff right. so he I, I i he's not listening right i go dude this has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. I'm just playing. They, he thought right. it was part of the Super Bowl pregame oh, show. Sh- and then when he, I go, listen to what he's saying. And then he heard it. And it yeah. was, because one of my, I guess one of my sisters had heard of him. Uh-huh. And so she was listening. And it's just a lot of social commentary. Right. And in, in more in my uh, political bent. Right. More conservative stuff as opposed to more, uh, you know what, I love your gender. Change it if you want. You're a man. You're a woman. You got both parts, and you know it. You're on. But however the song goes, right? Or whatever they, uh-huh. whatever they're trying to say, right? He was like saying his own thing. Yeah. But everything, his interview, he was talking about. Yeah, I got no record label. I got no manager. Yeah. Everything I've released online, and he's got millions yeah. and millions of views, and, and he gets full and, propriety. To yes, it. exactly. Which is, I mean, as an artist. Even if you're talking about like uh, a painter, a painter goes and buys all the paints, has the place where they're doing their paintings, they do their their artwork, and they sell it. They don't have a broker, they don't have, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they get all of the money. But somehow, a bunch of people wanted in on this music thing, and they had managers and you know all these logistics people, and, and they're paying each of these people and they're really not getting much money for their art, mm-hmm. which is, it's just a travesty to me. So you, you brought up a painter. There's this painter, mm-hmm. and he's never really painted before. And so he, he's, he's been like major cokehead, uh-huh. banging whores, and, right. and getting them pregnant, and, uh-huh. 
and making all the fun things. Yeah, well, he's not. <laughs> yeah, not. He's, he's pretty much not a good guy. Uh-huh. Drops in bombs when he's talking to uh-huh. people because he he took his computer and dropped it off at some place and then uh-huh. forgot about it. And then a year later, well, it's my property now. And then they find out there's all this stuff on it. And so he's stealing these paintings. And they're basically, from what I've heard, I haven't seen any of them. Uh-huh. He's taking paint and blowing it through a straw on a piece of paper. Okay. And he's selling these paintings for $500,000. Okay. And he's selling them all. And, and people are buying them? Yes. And they're specifically what? saying that they won't, they won't disclose who bought it. They're specifically will not tell you who bought it. Why? Oh, because he's the president's son. Oh, that sounds like extortion. Or pay, pay to play. or <laughs> Yeah. yeah you, you, you buy my painting for, for, for 500000 and you can go talk to my daddy. Oh, that's creepy. And, oh, and his name's Hunter Biden that's, and his dad's Joe. That's creepy. Oh, and, spe- and yeah, Joe is creepy. Everybody's oh. creepy in their own. Well, I, I, I can be creepy. I just got to say this. Would you like me to be creepy? I love it. <laughs> because I, I said Joe Biden. I just saw this the other day and it made me laugh. Uh-huh. So he's getting interviewed and i just saw a picture i guess what happened is somebody had a camera off to the side uh-huh. and and a staffer and he picked his nose and ate it close oh He's cl- very close he picked his ear and ate it no a, st- <laughs> a, sta- a staffer came <laughs> and they saw the note they gave him uh-huh. so they gave him you know and, and then so i wa- i found the video uh-huh. and and the video is straight on so like i'm looking at you and the staffer right. came from the side and handed him a note and then he looks at the note well the picture I saw was from the side angle of, of his on his his right side. Okay. And he has the note and he's holding it at an angle facing to the right. Right. And you can see clearly what the note says. You have something on your chin. <laughs> so in the video, if you watch the front video, he the staffer comes in, gives him the note, he looks at it. And he's not talking. Kamala Harris is talking right. somewhere. I don't know. He's somewhere. I don't know where they're at. They're on a stage. But off camera? He thinks he's off camera. He reaches his chin, grabs it, and then puts it in his mouth. Oh, what in the world? I know. It's like <laughs> a grandpa thing or a senile grandpa thing. Dude. Well, and I've been noticing like just in my daily life, it's just people are so oblivious. To what? When, when you're trying to walk by him in an aisle in a supermarket and they're right in the middle and, and they don't care i don't think I, I think they're oblivious they have that dunning kruger thing that like they're completely oblivious to the fact that there are other human beings in the universe yeah maybe i think i think they're just i don't know maybe because what else would it be like okay me and you are considerate people i okay i go through this thought process I think people are stupid idiots. Uh-huh. Then I think they're just oblivious, right. and they don't know that they're, they're whatever they're doing is inconsiderate because right. they're just oblivious that you're trying to get by. And then I go back to nope, they're just idiots. They right. are stupid. They don't know anything, right. or they're they're so self centered. All they they're doing is is. I don't like feeling like the smartest person in the room sometimes. I don't. You like haven't pe- learned how to be stupid. I don't like feeling that. <laughs> Okay. No, I've become Ask- the person that's like, this person talking to me is saying one plus one is like 17. 
And I've become the person that's like, you go ahead and go out into the world with that information because I don't have I time agree. to explain. So if somebody, somebody, just for the sake of argument, somebody said, hey, have you ever seen a charger? <laughs> yeah. And you just play stupid. <laughs> car charger? Charger? A, oh, no, it's the like, car oh, charger. A Dodge charger. And you're like, Dodge, a, a Dodge I know what a car charger is. No. Yeah. So just if you just play stupid. I don't. Know. I mean, that was really that was really really stupid. It's definitely more entertaining. Yeah, when you have, but you need to. Sometimes it's just a show for yourself. <laughs> that case, it was a show for you and me. Right. Oh my god. But, well, do you do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? I do not. Oh man, I think that you would really like. I know. Curb I think your... I would too. Because Larry David puts himself in these situations, and they're just fiasco situations that would probably never really happen. But it's stuff that you think about mm -hmm. that if it happened, it would be hilarious. And uh, just tonight, w uh, me and my fiance went to uh, Sizzlers. And so we were like, okay, um, everything was going like total Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. And we were just ripping this place apart. Like, just, oh my God, look how many pieces of meat I got. One, two, three, four. And the lady comes over and she's like, everything going good? And we both looked at her and go, yeah, it's great. <laughs> 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 and then she walked away and we looked at each other and we just started laughing. Uh, well, did I ever tell you what I did one time? What'd you do one time? Oh my gosh, it was horrible. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it was... it was <laughs> Horrible you know, or hilarious? <laughs> it was hilarious and it had nothing to do... It was me. It was all me. Uh -huh. So my brother gave me a gift card uh -huh. and I went to... The, it was for... Um, what's, that, what's that place that serves hamburgers? <laughs> okay. Yeah, hamburger. Lots of hamburgers. You can get all. You can drink root beer. All you can eat fries. Oh, A and W. No, not that place. Oh. I wouldn't know that one. No, it's it's not Applebee's. It's by Applebee's. Red Robin. Yeah, Red Robin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He gave me a gift a gift certificate for Red Robin. Okay. So I had it, and I didn't know how much it was, but we went out to eat, and we're we're ordered whatever, and we ate, and, and had a, it was me and my wife and my daughter, I think, and mm -hmm. had a good meal, and was like really good. Yeah, thank you. And then they brought the this little card reader for us to put in. Uh -huh. So she gives it to me, and and my I think my wife was gonna play. I go no, I got my card, and then I'll just I'll, so I go to I'm getting ready to stick it in, and she goes, um, that card's for Red Robin, and we were at Applebee's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like missed oh, it by that, that much. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I looked at her. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, uh. Oh, I had, I had, well, whatever. I, I knew it was somewhere around there. <laughs> I was close. I was in the same shopping center. It had center. to be red as well, right? Was yeah. it red color? Applebee's was red? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, we laughed hard at that. <laughs> so, the, and then the, the server was probably right behind us and said, what an idiot. I don't know, right? You're How like, no, stupid it's funny. People come, <laughs> stupid people come here. Right? It's uh, so funny. Yeah. It's, uh, it was, it, it did make me laugh. I, I have those moments all the time, especially with, now with pregnancy brain. It's like pregnancy brain. <laughs> it's real. It's real, y'all. Look it up. Pregnancy brain. Yeah. What does it do? Well, the short circuit everything. Well, the fact that you're creating another thing, like all of your body's energy, is going to, to the baby. Okay. And not to your brain. Okay. So you will so, put your keys in the freezer. So it's it's kind of like if I go to a bar and I get drunk at Hammered. 2 a.m. Yeah. It's like I only think with you're making, my small brain. Yeah, you're making horrible decisions. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got alcohol brain. Yeah. And beer goggles. Yeah, and beer goggles. 
<laughs> Everything looks good after one. And nothing good happens after midnight. Really? Oh, yeah, you're right. Because that's when the the gremlins come. Uh-huh. Oh, I just had my daughter watch gremlins. Did she like it? She was engaged, but she didn't like the nasties. Oh, uh, yeah. She didn't like the nasties. Yeah. We, we were watching a show. I guess I came home from work. Thursday. All the days I don't know. together. I came home, yeah. <laughs> some some someday I came home. Maybe Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it was. Anyway, my wife was watching a show, and it was the movies we love. It's on Netflix. Yeah. And it was it's it's about. I think I've seen that one. It's it's well it's a whole bunch of movies. Right. And and we watched uh, Back to the Future, which is a movie we like a right. lot. And she said there was a Die Hard one. And there was another one. I can't remember the uh, the first one she was watching because I just watched it with her. And I go, oh, uh-huh. it was interesting because it's movies that I've seen. Oh, I know Pretty Woman was one, uh-huh. but it just talks about how they got how they made the movie and right. how they got the actors. Cause, yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Because Back to the Future, I just read this. They didn't want Michael Fox. My, Michael J. Fox really? wasn't the original Back Who to the was? Future. Eric Stoltz. Oh. And he was he. They filmed for six weeks with him. Whoa! So they had a whole bunch of footage with him. That's a him. lot of lost money. Yeah, they had a whole bunch of footage with him Stoles. doing the things that Marty McFly did. Yeah. And they just said he was like, wait, he was way too serious. Yeah. And and they wanted Michael J. Fox, but he was shooting Family Ties. Oh, so it was a scheduling conflict. Yeah. So and then then after six weeks, they said we got to do something. This is not working. So they got they ended up getting Michael J. Fox. They uh-huh. they went to wherever whatever ABC or company. CBS. Yeah, 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 and said hey, and they got they had a meeting, and they gave him the script, and he it was in a Manila folder. I think they said uh-huh. or a, like a payment of large legal en- envelope, large envelope. Yeah, whatever uh-huh. they are. Yeah, and. He it was he felt it and he didn't even look at it. He said, "Okay, I'll do it." Uh-huh. And then they were shooting. He Johnny Carson did. Yeah, he just put yeah, it up to his like, mm. Yeah, <laughs> he said they were shooting at night, mm-hmm. and he was shooting uh, in the day. Oh my god! Family ties. He so. made so much money. <laughs> yeah, but did, he, did you know he got Parkinson's in '91? He oh, was well, he diagnosed. He started showing signs when they were still shooting Back to the Future. Really? So there's a scene, and they showed it, huh. that when he's running in the Back to the Future 3, and he's limping, it's because of the Parkinson's. Oh, wow. And I, I just thought, he's got a funny run, mm-hmm. or I don't know why he's limping, or it's he's just like exaggerating he had, it. Kind of, yeah, he always had that like super enthusiastic, let's just say enthusiastic. They, like Yeah, well, they also said when he was doing the guitar solo in, in uh, for Johnny Be Good, uh-huh, uh-huh. that he had he was like having issues with that then. Right. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I thought he, it just came you later. Could, you could kind of see a little bit of it in Spin City, too. Like. Yeah. Well, you see, but I knew by that time, mm-hmm. I think I knew, or maybe it was right after Spin City. Yeah. That they said, but yes. Anyway, I just, it was a really interesting movie, them talking about, oh, we got this actor, and then we decided to do this, and then, and the same thing with Pretty Woman, that Richard Gere didn't want yeah, to do it. It's just neat. Isn't that interesting, like, some of those iconic parts that everybody knows, like, if somebody else played them, it would be so well, much the, different. With, she said, I didn't see it, this one, but uh, Die Hard, and, and she said, I said the first thing, oh, they didn't want, it wasn't supposed to be Bruce Willis. Nope. And, and I didn't know why no one took it, because he was hiding all the time, and they didn't think that yeah. was... I didn't know that because it was. But can you imagine him not hiding? Just what am I going to go around shooting people? I know it totally was the movie. Yeah, exactly. It, it, That's I, what made the movie. Yeah, 
And but then there's like those stupid movies like Phone Booth, where it's like Colin Farrell inside of a phone booth and for Kiefer two Sutherland. hours. Yeah. And you're just like, what? Man on the ledge. What? That and, no. Yeah, that movie though wasn't there a heist going on in Man on the Ledge? Yeah, but the main character was on, on a the ledge. ledge the yeah. whole time. Yeah, okay. Boring. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess I like I like that one. Did you? Man on a Ledge. I thought no. it was not one of my favorites. Okay. Well, there's movies I I found that I don't like the movies like uh, Fargo. What? Yeah, I know. I just, oh my god! Simple Plan. I think it's Simple Plan with oh, Bill with... Paxton. Oh. I think it's Simple Something, uh, where they find they find this drug money in the forest, and then they try to keep it, and hmm. everything goes bad. I, I don't know. But a lot of people like it. I think I think they like that kind mm-hmm. of movie, and I I'm not a even that one. No No Country for Old Men. You don't like No Country. Yeah, it was okay. They're just. I don't know. I, I like the suspense and the like. Oh my god! Like you're so scared of what's his name's character. Yeah, the guy that that's Javier Bardem, right? Something like that. His, his character is so freaking scary. Yeah, yeah. Just stuff like that is stuff that I like. But yeah, but I like you funny like, movies. Too. You like okay? Did you like Snatch? Yeah. See, I like Snatch. You like? So bags? I like movies like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I. I don't like as much as you do, but I like Fight Club. Oh yeah. I, but I like I like movies, I, and I think, yeah, I think I think Snatch is uh, 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 what's Madonna husband Guy Guy Ritchie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I th- so I, the, those kind of Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah. I like those movies. Yeah. Four men, uh, four, four aces, and yep. a, something like I, I don't know if that's Guy Ritchie, but it, that kind of movie. Yeah, the similar. I like those kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if you ever seen this one, Lucky Number Eleven. Uh huh. That's I like that movie with Josh Hartnett and and uh, Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. Yeah, I really yeah, like that that's, movie. That's a good one. But, I think that was based on a book too. Oh, yeah. So that's probably why the story is really good. Well, there's there's some books that that uh, are movies that have been made from books that a lot of like cop novels, and I can't think of the guy's name, but I read a book, come some books by him, uh-huh. and they were really good books, uh-huh. and they've turned them into movies. Well, like Tom Clancy's, all the Tom oh, Clancy yeah, the, stuff. Those, that stuff is good. Yeah. It's just good stories. The movies are good, but the books, like not, not so much. No, the books are great. I was gonna say the movies become not the book. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, this didn't happen. Where's Dingo? Where's yeah? I, oh, I think well, it was. Well, but that, that's that's all production money issue. Like I know. they have to change it. Yeah. I well, know. that's like your John Carter. Thing. I know. <laughs> I'm just rolling my eyes about that one. Did, I know. I read the book. And did then, you? Yeah. Princess of Mars. Yeah. So like. When you started talking about it, I was like, oh, I should I should read that. So I listened to it on audiobook, and then I watched the movie, and I was like, oh. Now I see what he's... I understand. Did you like the book? Yeah. So, okay, so there's 11 of them. Yeah. And they're all, they're just sci-fi, Indiana Jones yeah. type. Adventure. Swashbuckling adventure. Yeah. And, and he always manages to come out on mm-hmm. top, and it's... I loved it. Right. I, I mean, I really, as a kid, I loved them. I thought they were, I mean, I've read them several times. Uh-huh. And I was so excited when the movie, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. There were some things, there's some things in the movie. Yeah. Did happen in other books. Oh, really? Yeah, so. I That's would, why it didn't follow. Yeah, it would make perfect sense if, if they 
if they did just the full because when he landed on Mars and he's hopping, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this is this is exactly how I pick. And right. he finds the eggs and they hatch uh-huh. and everything. And then, okay, I, they kind of took a little turn when he learned the language that they gave him that drink. And, right. Okay, I, I, I like that. That's a little shortcut. I can right. live with that. Right. And then they just went off the rails. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, I read a book, and yeah. this is uh, yeah, not it, the yeah, same. it just went, yeah, which was was it's kind of sad, yeah, because yeah. I think if they would have made it like the book, and and it would be more like a Indiana Jones movie, yeah, I think it would have been much more much better received well i mean for me that would be like the dark tower series the stephen king i thing. heard the movie there's only been one right only one it was awful awful god awful and i mean that first book the gunslinger is so slow you have to you have to sit there and like will yourself to read it i don't know if i think i might have read the the first one and the second one the first one's tough but once you start getting into the characters and the development of everything but then like fifth book it jumped the shark for me so then i slowed down on it real funny real my brother hard. i said something about jumping the shark uh-huh. and he had no clue what i was talking about what yeah no, that's what i said and then we were watching that Oh, I can't remember what they wanted to do, but it was that the movies we love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were one of the things they were talking about. Oh, Pretty Woman. So Pretty Woman was directed by Gary Marshall. Uh-huh. Gary Marshall did Happy Days, and they were talking about uh, they sh- and they showed Fonz jumping the shark. Yeah, and they had the, the and they were that's talking where it came about. From. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's exactly where it came uh-huh. from. And they were talking about that. Uh, they thought. Uh, for a while, they think he jumped the shark because now he can't go to. He's doing all these TV shows, Laverne and Shirley, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Mork and Mindy. I think he did Mork and Mindy as well. But and then all Shoot, of a sudden, he's getting working. into a movie, and uh, then it's not. It's not. The he doesn't know how to direct. Yeah. And then he brought it all together. But when they saw the movie, George Costanza was talking about it. He's go, uh, yeah. We saw the movie. Like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> Because they cut a whole bunch of stuff and put it right. in to make it fit what he, I guess, had thought. Right. Oh, and the one thing that made me laugh is it was it was uh, supposed to be called three thousand dollars because that's how much she got paid. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't a comedy. It was a dark, a, a it was, noir film yes. noir. <laughs> yeah, it was really something dark. And, oh, and, and then I guess they kept changing it or they kept adding stuff and then they made it funnier. And right. Yeah. Anyway, it was just interesting watching them talk about how they do things because they said yeah. that she said at one point Gary Marshall was they were watching the stuff and he was sleeping and, and she goes, she says, how are you doing? You're, you're sleeping. Julia yeah. Roberts, right? No, no, no. Julia Roberts is the actor, but it was one of the assistant directors. Oh, OK, OK. She's saying you're sleeping. And he, and he goes, I wasn't sleeping. I'm counting the beats in between laughs. Oh. We need to have jokes at this at every every clever. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's real. And she's like, oh, and so directors he was, are a different animal. Yeah, it was pretty. It was that was really interesting. I thought that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, he's dead now. Yeah, but any so relation she was, to Penny? I think it's. I think they were really? married. Oh, I think she married. That's who she married. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall. Uh-huh. I believe. I'm not absolutely positive, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. But 
And she was in Laverne and Shirley. Yes. And he was involved with Laverne and Shirley. And that's... A, and maybe that's... Maybe how they got together. I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. I, could, I couldn't tell for sure. I would look at my computer uh-huh. and, and pull it up right uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. But my computer's being used, so it's I can't. It's being bogarted. Yeah. I have commandeered your vessel, yeah. sir. Does it work? It works. Oh, good. It's working. Yeah. But uh, it's funny that we were talking about uh, Penny Marshall and, you know, funny stuff, because uh, I brought an album today. Yes. And it's funny stuff. And you know who it is, but I'll let you guess who it is. Okay. Alrighty. So we're going to go down a different lane today, but uh, we've done it before, so. It's a comedy album. It's a comedy album. Nice. So you get to see a little bit into... To your... Yeah. Dark recesses. I can relate to this guy a lot, so uh, I hope this is uh, fun. Is it it X-rated? Um, not X I don't care. Rated. Oh, is it? it he swears. R rated for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't care one way or the other. I yeah. just, I'm just curious. Yeah, we'll have to put a, a E yeah, on this I, one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. And I want you to make some great loud noises for the hilarious, the really funny Dan Cummings. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys. One more time for Brandon and Pat. Yeah, thank you for coming out. Uh, if you guys have ever heard uh, any of my stuff before, you know, you know it tends to be uh, fairly negative. Sometimes aggressively hateful. I wish I wasn't like that. I really do. I wish I was like a more positive, happy-go-lucky person. I see those people. They seem to have fun lives. You know, get along with everybody. That'd be nice. I just, you know, just so many people just rub me the wrong way, right? A while back, I was trying to put myself in a more, you know, positive mindset. I was driving down the road, and I was like, you know what? You know, it can't just be everybody else. You know, I got to take some responsibility. A lot of this has to be me. You know, I got to stop judging people so quick. I got to calm down, see the best in others. And as I'm thinking these kind of positive thoughts, this complete piece of shit just cuts me off in traffic. (laughs) It's like, dude, I'm trying to be positive right now. Normally, I would snap in that situation. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to snap today. I'm not going to snap. You know what? Because everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. You know, maybe he just didn't see me. That's all. He'll, he'll realize what he did. Eventually, he'll apologize. You know, that's all I wanted. Just a little recognition for him almost killing me. Just a little like, oh, sorry about that, buddy. I didn't see you. And I'd have been like, don't even worry about it. I'm different now. <laughs> I don't even care. You know, whatever somebody does in that situation. But he doesn't, he doesn't acknowledge me. So then I'm like, well, maybe he's, you know, he really truly didn't notice. And I, I just give him a little honk to let him know he almost killed somebody, you know? But like, like a light honk, like a non-threatening, not trying to start shit, not trying to escalate it, more of a gentle caress of the steering area than an assertive push, you know? Just a little like, I don't like it when you do that. Pay <laughs> more careful. Uh, he hears that and then immediately just takes his window all the way down and then just pop, just full tricep extension. All caps on that one. A lot of exclamation points. Just holds his finger out there, leaves it for a long time. I see it. I see him flipping me off. I see his face in his rear view mirror, just his pompous, entitled, just smug, just fucking punchable face. And that's when I thought, no, I just, I give up. I tried, I give up. And so then I, I raced up alongside him and I threatened his life like a normal person does in that situation. 
little tricep extension. <laughs> I'm going to guess. Was it Steve Martin? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't Steve Martin. Yes, I, I listened to Dan Cummins. Yeah, yeah. We went to Santa Cruz. We went to well, Manresa Beach a couple mm-hmm. years ago, three years ago. Yeah. And we were driving back, and I think my daughter had Spotify. Yeah. And so she was playing comedy stuff, was going through our, our speakers, and mm-hmm. and they had a com- they had, he had commercials. Uh-huh. And so some of his bits, I'm like, oh, there was a whole bunch of comedians that were playing. Right. But I'm like, oh, he's funny. Uh, I'm going to listen to this show uh-huh. and it wasn't a comedy show. It's funny. It's just not, it wasn't comedy. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be comedy and it was time suck. Yeah. But it's interesting. It's a funny take on history. And, but he brings, he's got so many different subjects. Oh yeah. That, that no matter what you like, I'm sure you could find something the only issue is if you just jump right in, he may say things and you, you maybe you'll turn be compl- it off or yeah. lost. Or you'll be completely like, what was that? Because yeah. his brain is so... Now, I've been listening to Dan since he first came out. I saw his his uh, Comedy Central Presents, I mean, 2007, something really? like that. Because I've always been a comedy buff. So I think I, I watched his first one. And he has like, at the end, he does uh, distasteful uh, greeting cards. And they're great. It's just a great bit. I always thought he was really funny. I love the anger behind him. Uh How he's just, he's got this. Passive aggressive. Oh man. And it's it's hilarious. Because it's like all the thoughts that you think. But he says them out loud. Yes. He's vocalizing everything. Yes. Yeah. Well, just that one. I'm like, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. I, but I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to make sure, I'm running him off the road. I'm going to do whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like he said, he's like, you know, I just threatened his life. Like, I'm not so it's like me, me and a friend were driving to Black Oak uh-huh. to go gamble. Uh-huh. And we're going, we're on two lane road and I'm driving a Corvette. Right. And I'm, I'm not speeding. I'm doing 60. What, I think the speed limit is 60. So I'm probably right. doing 63. Mm-hmm. But it's a two-lane road, and I, I can zoom, 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 zoom. Right. Well, it narrows to one, and, and I'm not going slow. Right. Oh, all of a sudden, a Prius says, oh, I'm going to pass you at the edge of, and jump right in front of me at the edge of the two, to get right in front of me at the end, end of two lanes. It's always and then Prius. Almost stops. Yeah. And then he wants to, st- I'm like, oh, I'll show you that path. And my friend's thinking, I'm going crazy right. because I'm pissed. Uh-huh. I'm going, I'll show you how to drive. And so the first time I have a chance, and I don't know if I did a double yellow or not, but I <laughs> and just bloop, bloop, yeah, and then slammed on my brakes, right, cut right in front of him. <laughs> Said, okay, you want to play games? Dude, you weren't going anywhere. That'd be fine if you were like flying by me and kept yeah. going. Oh, no, you had to stop and slow down. It happens every time. Dude, I am going, my car can handle these. Yeah. What is your little gas saver going to do? Roll over? Yeah. Oh, I was I was pissed. See, and and I think that driving for as long as I've been driving, it's like there's definitely Okay, grandma. Well, I didn't mean to sound You've been like driving. That. You've been driving since the Model T? I mean, I've been driving tractors forever, but uh, on the road okay, legally. Okay, Daisy. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound like that. But anyway, um you know, I I feel like there's a big difference between men drivers and women drivers. Oh, yeah. Well, back in the 60s when you were driving, you weren't allowed to drive women. <laughs> <laughs> Woman. Hey, man. 
No, I think you're right. I think you're right about that. There are total. But, okay. Do you fly the bird? Um, no. At all? I'm scared of guns. Oh, I was going to say, oh, I thought you were going to say I'm afraid of someone taking me up on it. I'm scared of guns. Oh, and I don't care. I was like, whatever. If I get well, shot, there, I get there shot. There have been situations like, okay, so me and the boyfriend were driving around and... Um, Somebody showed you the pink slug? N- no. <laughs> okay. That only happened that one time. Okay. So anyways, so we're we're I'm still we're coming out it. we're coming out of our housing development. There's a turn right, but it's two lanes, right? Two two turn right, two, two right turn, turn lanes. Yes. Okay. And so and we're right by the freeway. So if you want to get on the freeway, you stay on the outside right lane. And the inside right lane and goes the on the frontage right road. Goes to the other side. So you're going to go north if you go. Okay. And then if you got to go south, then you stay on the the outside lane. So we're on the outside lane because we're going to go south. There's this dude on the inside lane, and he cuts all the way across our bow. <laughs> well, so you're riding in a boat now. <laughs> well, I, I okay, mean, Noah. That's I'm a, I like I like the lake. <laughs> so he cuts all the way across our bow, goes all the way over there. And your rudder jammed. And 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 so, uh, my boyfriend goes right up there, and he's just immediate like, fuck you. Who? The, my boyfriend. Okay. To this guy because he oh, cut I didn't us know off. Who, I didn't know who was the fir- the initial effer. Yeah, so, no. Yeah, got no. it. We were the initial, fuck you, man. Yeah. Because he came across us and he could have swiped us or whatever. He wasn't in the right lane and he didn't make a good decision, right? This guy opens his door. He's in the passenger seat. His girlfriend's driving. He opens the door and shows us something. I don't know what it is. I'm thinking in my head that it's a gun immediately. Uh-huh. It's like a Vato Loco kind of guy. And so I'm in the passenger seat and I'm just like, go, like, <laughs> go right now. Like, this is bad. He gets behind us, starts to follow us. The light is red and uh, my boyfriend runs it, you know, because he's like, okay, we've we've unlocked <laughs> senior crazy pants. Uh-huh. And so... Um, he's like, well, where do I go? What do I do? I was like, well, the CHP office is right down the street. Uh, Let's just go to the CHP office and park in the in the parking lot. And he can't kill us there. <laughs> okay. Because so, there's a force field. <laughs> well, I guess he could, but there would at least be video footage. Okay. So so uh, we come up to the next stoplight, and it's, and it's red. There's a lot of traffic. And so I'm like, the guy's still behind us. And I'm like, go. Just run it. Like. He's like, and so they stop probably 20 feet behind us. The guy gets out of the car <laughs> and then it turns comical immediately. He had a squirt gun. No, he just, he, he got out of the car, but his pants are falling down because uh-huh. he doesn't have a belt or uh-huh. his pants don't fit. So he's doing that really wide leg, pulling his pants up, kind of run, saunter, whatever. And so the light turns green, and just as it turns green, the guy just hits the back of the car, and we take off. But it was like, what was he going to do? I don't know. You could have done the smart thing, put it in reverse. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Next time, next time. Yeah, then you get in trouble. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, because what would it look like? Yeah interesting but yeah that was that was one of those heart race kind of situations where i was like oh my god me and my brother were driving and we i don't know where we were going but we were making a left turn and the light was red 
So we're in the left turn lane, and then this these two cars drive up, and one car is I don't know. They're just it's so the lights red for everybody. Right, right. The one guy gets the one car stops, and then the other car stops right beside him. And then two guys get out. One guy has like a little pocket knife, oh and he's stabbing the tire. Oh, well, and the other guy stabbing the tire. But it, but it looked it looked like a cracker jack knife. It wasn't. Right. It wasn't. Tiny. It, yeah, it wasn't the knife. That, it was a toothpick. He's like he's like trying to hit. <laughs> he's trying to hit the tire, and it's like it looks like it's just bouncing off. And I'm thinking, okay, but he's like doing it really fast, right. like he's like he's gonna explode. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looked like. Really? He's going, and, and I'm like, and me and my brother are looking like, what the hell is going? And the other guy's like hitting the car, uh-huh. and then and then the light turned green, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I will say this: you said about the grabbing a gun thing. Uh-huh. Uh, one night, I was I went to a bar with my brother-in-law, uh-huh. and and we'd been drinking, right? We'd been playing darts at his house, I think, and we oh let's go play pool. So we walked over to a pool hall, uh-huh. and. We go in and there's this really tall guy, b- tall black guy. Okay. And he's got a, a girlfriend that's that's not nearly as tall as him, and and probably maybe I would say she's as wide as he's tall, uh-huh. but that's not accurate. <laughs> that's not accurate. But he, my my brother-in-law makes some comment, uh-huh. and I'm like, like oh no, and and then I'm like, hey, s- sorry, bitch, it's not, and he's like. I'm not your bitch, and then I'm like, okay, you're right. I, and I was, I was pretty calm about uh-huh. it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You, that's a fair point. And and I just, whatever, dude, just let it go. Right. So we we play pool, and everything seems to be all happy, happy. And then we leave, and so we're walking oh, no. back home, and there's so we go we go out, and then I guess there's an alleyway, and then there's a gate that opens in the alleyway. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, you hear this big bang. So the gate got slammed open, and then here he comes, and his girlfriend are coming, oh, no. and we're like walking across the street, and he's walking, and he starts like grabbing, like, uh-huh. and I'm like, my my only thought is, huh, I'm gonna get shot. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I just watch, and then all of a sudden, it's like I'm not even there. Yeah. The girl goes after him. The guy goes after him. And I'm like. Hello. So I I grab the girl. Next thing you know, I'm so I'm going. Okay, I guess the guy and the guy. I'll let Rob deal with it. Right. And then, out of nowhere, some guy comes from somewhere and just cold cocks him. Oh, and so no. then I'm like, I get the guy, and and he, then by this time, uh, and we're in pretty much in the middle of the street. Okay. The middle of the road, and then <laughs> uh, the. The people come out of the bar from the front side, and then uh-huh. they, they everyone goes away. The other one, the other one, everyone goes away, and then uh, and my and my brother's in law's nose is just like broken. Oh. Yeah, and and then uh, some people turn and they're going, "Hey, white guys, get in the car with us." It was two girls, and like <laughs> or three girls, I don't know. And and I'm like looking at him like. Uh, uh-huh. Because nothing's happened to me. It's right. like I wasn't even there. <laughs> you were the narrator. It was <laughs> it was weird. You know, it, 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 no one even took a swing at me. Wow. I, and I'm I'm trying to I because well, I was I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> right. But yeah, it was. I, I know what you mean about the gun thing. I'm like, well, I just thought it's just oh, it's well. just. Like one of those situations you don't want to be in, so you don't right. set, no. you set yourself well, up. So for it. if you do, if you do that, there is that op- that possibility. Right. So there's m- m- multiple options: have a fast car. Yeah. 
We got one of those. Have an escape route. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Have an idea. Hey, uh, how am I going to extricate myself from yeah. this situation? Exactly. I mean, it's always good to, you know what? Do not get into a car chase and go down a court. Yeah, exactly. Or think oh, I got a tire iron in the back of the car. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you, you yeah, never boy, know what idiot's going to. The boyfriend talks so. about stuff like that all the time. He's like, um, he was at a gas station one time and some dudes just got out and decided to mess with them. And he said that he had nothing to, to, you know, protect himself with. There were like three or four dudes and they were just messing with them. He has a real fast car, so he pisses people off real good <laughs> with it. And so maybe he cut them off or something. And uh, he said that he was so like, all right, I guess this is where I defend my... See, and that's how I look at it. I'm like, oh. If, but now he carries a baseball bat with him oh, at all, at yeah, all that's times. A good, that's a good one. I, yeah. I just think if something's going to happen, if something's going to happen, and I'm either going to get my ass kicked or I'm going to do some ass kicking. Yeah. I mean, there's not. But if I feel threatened, uh-huh. where hey, I it's like I don't care what I do. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to be just oh a okay. victim. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be I'm I'm going to try, especially if the odds are not right. It's one against more than one. Right. I, I'm not, it's not okay. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try to disable you. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm going for the knees. I'm gonna kick your knee backwards, and that's just how it's gonna go. Punch him in the the Adam's apple. Mm-hmm. I mean, just poke him in the eye. Yep. Uh, yeah. I don't yep. care. Kick him in the balls. Yep. It's, it's there's no dirty fighting. No, there's sur- it's, it's survival. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Purple nurple to the end. Okay, th- I'm glad. Okay, now it's, so this 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 section of anger has been brought to you by vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, was there call vinyl letters? Vinyl hatred. <laughs> Whew, okay. Well, all right. We need. To, we, do we have a palate cleanser? Yeah, after let's, that? let's get a palate cleanser. I think. I don't know. I think there's going to be more anger, oh, but yeah. uh, whatever. That's funny. <laughs> I try to have faith in humanity, but then I run into humans, and it gets tricky. <laughs> I think most people are good, actually. I do think most people are good. It's just the assholes that stand out, right? It's just those people that just can't, like, maintain a basic level of social decency ever. I don't expect you to be a saint. I just expect you to not be a disruptive, obnoxious asshole. That's all. (laughs) So many people can't do that. I saw this dude on a flight a while back do something I see all the time now as if it's normal. He takes his iPad out mid-flight because he wants to watch his movie. And I get that. It's his iPad. It's his movie. That's his right. You know, but then you can tell there's a moment when he realizes he forgot to pack his headphones. <laughs> All right, you know what's gonna happen. I feel like a normal, like decent person in that situation uh, thinks something along the lines of just like, oh, I guess I messed up, so no movie for me now. Because <laughs> of my mistake I made for myself of my own free will. <laughs> Not this asshole, he just kind of shrugs it off. Just like, oh well, just cranks the speaker volume to maximum and decides we're all gonna kind of watch his movie. We're all gonna enjoy the witty dialogue of Steven Seagal and Under Siege 2, because that's a treat. <laughs> and if you can't appreciate art house cinema, you can find the door and you can let yourself out. <laughs> Normally, I actually am, you know, fairly calm, but then somebody does something like that, you know, and I start thinking some, you know, pretty hateful thoughts. Start thinking stuff like, maybe we should skip the airport today. Let's skip it, let's just skip the airport. Let's just land this plane inside of a goddamn mountain. <laughs> I don't want to die, but right now, I kind of want that dude to die. I'll take one for the team. I'll sacrifice for the greater good. My hatred of of strangers in moments like that is so genuine and rich and deep and pure. (laughs) 
that it allows me to deal with occasional flight anxiety. Because if you fly enough, you're bound to hit a moment of extreme turbulence when you realize this flight doesn't have to end in a runway. That's not preordained. This flight could end in tears and flames. That's always a possibility. Right, I could die. I started thinking that thought, and that thought makes me sad and it makes me anxious. But then I soothe myself by looking around. And I just remind myself that if I'm going down, these fuckers are coming with me. I'll focus on the ones whose lives I value the least, you know, to get through it. <laughs> Executive stink eye in first class with the hard resting dick face. Nah, I don't care for it. I don't like his body language. I got chubby checkers to my left using my lap as part of his extended armrest. All nonchalant like it was deeded to him with his ticket. I don't care for that. For the last 20 minutes, I've been watching some wannabe mom negotiate, verbally negotiate with her toddler, right? To get him to stop kicking the chair in front of him. Just negotiate. Instead of using her superior size and strength to put his 20 pound candy ass in check and show him how the fucking world's supposed to work. What's happening? That kills me, man. Parents who verbally negotiate with toddlers. If you're one of those people on behalf of the rest of society, fuck you. No punchline, just an important statement. What is wrong with you? Why are you presenting them choices? They're a dirty little animal. <laughs> they need to be told what to do. That's your job is to tell them what to do at this point. Not, not be down there just like, do you think you can make some more positive choices right now? Do you think maybe you wanna make a more positive choice? Maybe you can make a better choice right now. It's like, lady, you could have made a better choice three years ago and had an abortion, but you didn't. Nope. You chose to be her a horrific mother and birth an entitled monster into the world. I'm real. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you... I, I went on a flight one time, mm -hmm. so there was, I think, about six or seven guys on a team. Okay. Well, so we were all on a team, and we were all going to, flying to Louisiana, but s some of us were flying from the Bay Area, uh -huh. some were flying from L.A., and I didn't know any of the guys. I don't think any of them. I think there was, I think there was seven of us. All right. And, and not, I didn't know any until we got there and then i roomed with one and then i knew him and right. then, so the guys i was on the flight one of the guys on the team sat next to me uh -huh. so we were in the front okay there's the front row of coach uh -huh. is there's a wall right there right so there's no chairs in front of you with a seat that folds down right so where do your seat come from i mean i'm sorry where does your your tray table tray come from? Hmm. The side. Yeah. So inside the arms yeah. in those front chairs are <clears throat> are some some trays okay. for for eating food. Right. So it just on your right side it lifts up and then uh -huh. it folds out and it sits in front of you. Right. So the guy is sitting on the right. I'm in the middle, uh -huh. and there's a lady to the left of me. Uh -huh. She's not small. Okay. She's she's. She's like the opposite of small. <laughs> it, it's, I, it was, 
honest to God truth, you know, when they show you the, the, the okay, here's your seatbelt. You uh -huh. do this, do this, click, click, click. Right. She couldn't put her seatbelt on. They had to give her that An thing. Extender? That the thing that they demonstrated yeah. with, they clicked it on and then they clicked it around. Oh my God. And I'm like, hmm, never seen that one before. Yeah. So food time came, lift up our tray. Oh, oh, there's, there's no way she could, because she's just like, her body is resting on her armrest. Right. And so she held her food and we ate, me and the guy, and we, we didn't, we talked, I'm, right. I'm sure we talked about things, but we didn't talk about what anything else. What was happening else. to the left? <laughs> I kid you not, we got a cookie. Uh huh. The cookie was sitting flat on her chest, uh, like up uh -huh. by her neck. Uh -huh. It was just sitting there waiting <laughs> to be eaten while she was holding her food and eating the other stuff. Oh my god. So we're cruising and and I and I, I kid I kid you not. I love turbulence. Really? Yeah, oh, I love it. I think it's the most I think it's the coolest thing. Everyone okay. else is freaking out. I believe that you're the first person I've ever heard oh, that. I dig it. <laughs> Everyone's getting all freaked out. I'm like, this is cool. It's like a, <laughs> just like the plane. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, it's like a. Have you ever gotten a big, big, huge yes. bounce? Yes. Hmm. It's like, I think it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, it kind of is. I totally, I, I've never been, because I go, what, what's going to happen? The worst that happens, we die. I guess that's, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to notice it. I'm just right? going to die. <laughs> so. There's nothing you could do about it, I guess is what you're saying. Yeah. Right? So I just, I, and I think it's cool. I really do. Uh -huh. And. I mean, I, I flew with one guy, and he was deathly afraid, and we hit turbulence, and I'm like, oh, we're going to die, we're going to die, <laughs> and we were back in the back talking to the, to the uh, stewardess, uh -huh. and she, she was like laughing. There was like three of us, I think, back there, sitting in the back by ourselves, and oh, she was I can back only, there. I can only imagine the stewardesses are she, just like, she, you guys are... She, got a, she really got a kick out of it, because I was like, wait, he's like grabbing. The, uh -huh. So we're flying, and the lady kind of moved in her seat. Uh-huh. And the plane shook. Oh, my God. I mean, it literally. It right. So we could have hit turbulence. I don't know. <laughs> but you like to remember. Hold on. <laughs> we landed. Okay. So we land. We get off. Uh -huh. and, and the six or seven of us get together. And we get our luggage. And, right. and me and the guy start talking. And we're telling them, oh, my gosh. We do, and we're telling them the whole story. Uh -huh. And he says, the guy sitting next to me says, not I said I've said nothing about it. Right. Uh, I mean, I've said you know cookie on the chest. Thing. Right. Right. He goes Wait, and and he looks at me when she moved. The whole plane shook, and I'm like, I know right. we were totally. <laughs> it. I, I, and I was glad because I was not the only one who thought that. Right. I I I want to say it wasn't that, but holy smokes, she went and the whole plane went boom. <laughs> And it didn't feel like turbulence, right. but it was. It might have been the three seats. I don't know. Unlatching it, from. Yes, the... <laughs> it was. It was pretty funny. Oh my gosh! With all the stories that I've heard recently about um, irate people now? on planes, yeah, yeah, I don't even want to fly. I don't either. My sister asked me if I wanted to go to. I think she said next summer they were going to try and it's the last summer her kids are going to be uh -huh. kids, or her oldest I think will graduate. Right. So she wanted to do one last family trip right. before this the uh before he graduated or maybe after graduated i'm not sure which it is right anyway before any kind of family life transition yeah. and and she said i don't want to i'm i don't want to fly so i'm, I'm gonna we're gonna drive and, and they want to drive go to boston new york and oh, Jesus and Christ. i said well i said okay i'll talk to my wife and i told my wife 
I don't want to drive. I'm not driving there. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't want to. That's f- like three days in a car. Yeah. I, I just, I'm like, I don't really want, even though we could do it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think I do. Well, like my, to. my Arizona, Las Vegas, you know, back home trip was, I mean, it was a lot of fun. There were four of us though. Like we could all keep each other entertained, but I drove the whole time. Driving 12 hours. Oh, I did the same thing. In the desert is like. It, yeah, that's not fun. What well, the worst though? Was when we drove, so we drove to Las Vegas, uh-huh. and we drove to the Grand Canyon, and then we drove to, I want to say we drove to Mexico, New Mexico, uh-huh. but I think we stopped, We I know we stopped, we stopped at uh, some, petri- the Petrified Forest. Oh, I was going to say the largest ball of yarn in the United no, States. No, we went to a pet, the Petrified Forest, <laughs> okay, but okay. it might have been from the Petrified Forest to Carlsbad Cavern, except uh-huh. we stayed in uh, uh, Area 51 place, uh-huh. not Area 51. Roswell. Yes, we played stayed in Roswell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh we but the drive from I think from the Petrified Forest to to Roswell uh-huh. was the most god awful drive I've been through in my life. Did you get such like lock like cuz everything looks the same? We played the license plate game. <laughs> there was only four license plates. <laughs> I there did. was four cars in our group, and there was four license plates, and I couldn't see one of them because it was in our car. You're like, we can't even play liars, w- liars dice. I want to say that, it, it, and this is, I'm being honest, mm-hmm. and I'm I, I I'm exaggerating. Uh-huh. I think no more than twenty cars passed us going. Oh, I'm sure. Our way. I'm sure. I mean, the other way. Yeah. And what in the hell is in oh, New Mexico? Nothing. Okay, let's say let's say we let's play uh the, say all the animals we saw. Okay, so that game's done. Perfect pause. So then I started. I started driving. I, I'm like, I, I was last, I think. So I drive by everyone, uh-huh. and and we had walkie talkies, and I and I think a couple of them were like, what what what's he doing? What's King Cow doing? I'm just and, trying not to have bumper and, lock. And, what, and one of them, one of them said, huh. Oh. He's he's like having he's going cr-. and they were, we were all doing it was horrible yeah and so we drove there and then we drove up to Colorado and then drove back across yeah. through Utah and then back down to Las Vegas and we did lots of driving I did all the yeah. driving but it was broken up and we did lots of stuff but yeah. I think just driving twelve hours it's tough it is hard I mean I drove I drove to St George Utah, Utah? Mm-hmm. and I also drove from here to uh, Seattle. Yeah, I've driven to uh, from Merced to Portland. But it's it's yeah, it's yeah, it's just crazy. And I didn't like those people when I came back. Yeah, I don't I like people. Like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I, the one thing I he's talking about is what you really think, because I've said. So if you're if you're like someone that's all for abortion, right? Is it bad if I tell you I wish you were aborted? No. Yeah, because that's what you're for. Yeah. So yeah. But I heard all the people go, ooh. Yeah, well, <laughs> I yeah. was like laughing going, that, to me, that was a funny line. That is a funny line because, you know, he and he goes for it. Sometimes he'll say stuff and you're just like, oh, man, that is over like, the for line me, or right well, up to the line. Well, it's like we were talking earlier at break time. Like, I love those jokes that make people go, ooh. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Where yeah. they're like, oh, maybe it, I should think about what I say before I say it. It's like that stupid movie that I watched, Borat. Yeah. I knew what it was going in. Hilarious. So funny. Hilarious. Huh, except when you're in there with a, a theater that's, I don't know, maybe a quarter full. Uh-huh. And you're the only person laughing. <laughs> it, that would be even more funny it was, to me. It made me laugh. It, yeah. made, it did make me laugh. Because I'm like, looking, don't you, this is hilarious. 
because you realize it's these not are real. Jokes. Yeah, these are jokes. When, when they were talking about Jews, they lay eggs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I'm like, I'm laughing because it's so stupid. It's funny, yeah. and, and I know I know what it's. And then I'm like realizing I'm the only one laughing. Yeah. It's a a mag. I'm looking for the magnet. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the chick magnet. <laughs> Uh, and I'm uh, it's so hyperbolic I was it's laughing just, so hard because yeah. yes it was so ridiculous but I knew he was like fake right well, oh oh I, what what do you do for a living oh I'm retired oh I'm so sorry you're retired <laughs> <laughs> and I am dying and again I'm the only one that thinks that <laughs> retired is funny yeah. or retard or whatever he was right. saying <laughs> I just anyway. I just think people are so you know they forget that laughing is something that we laughter do. Laughter is the best medicine. Like, cats don't laugh. Dogs don't laugh. My dog like, does. Like, the fact that we have that... My, my, do my dog doesn't laugh, but she does have dreams. Uh -huh. And she's running oh, in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. her sleep. See, but that's happiness. <laughs> that makes me... I think... It yeah. makes me laugh. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like us as human beings, because we have this higher level of whatever it is that our brain does, you know? I'm doing the quotations. <laughs> Intellect. Yes. Higher, maybe. Higher level of whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, we're not sticking a stick into an anthill and right. eating the ants that right. walked onto it and saying, right. ooh, I made a tool. Ants are too spicy. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, but, you know, because we have that ability, like, I really think that people take it for granted, and it's sad that they don't laugh as much as I they agree. used to. Well, I... I think we've talked about this, you and I specifically uh -huh. together by ourselves. Yeah. That we laugh at other people's misfortune yeah. sometimes, but it's not their misfortune. It's a situation and, and there's humor in a lot of things. And a lot of people don't take the time to see that humor. Exactly. I mean, there's tragedy too. And, but you they, can try not to laugh at that. But the tragedy and the humor, they shake hands. Do you, have you ever seen that thing? The happy face, sad yeah. face, yeah. tragedy and Smile humor, now, sorrow and. Cry later. What? What? Smile now, cry later. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, but th like the, I thought I always thought that was something from Shakespeare. Oh, life is th it's like a tragedy and yeah. comedy are this. Yeah. They're two sides they of the same yeah, co coin, or different sides of the same coin. You sound very much more intellectual than what I said. <laughs> Smile now, cry later. I think that's a a, a vato loco. Okay, well, <laughs> okay, that's like this. See no evil. Yeah, yeah, hear yeah. no evil. Exactly. But you know it's. It's sad that people don't laugh as much as they used to. I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and they talk about it. You know, that in the scene in New York and in L.A. that there's a lot of stuff that they want to do and they do. But the crowd, because the crowd is its woke. own entity. The crowd is woke. Yeah, because the crowd is all woke and they won't laugh or they'll boo or they'll snicker or they'll start heckling. And that, I mean... And a comedian, that's their job. Their job is to make you think about something differently. Uh, and yeah, but it's supposed to be funny. It can be funny. Most of the times it is. Most of the time it's, it is. It's yeah. clever or, you know, sarcastic or... But then some people... Okay, everyone's so easily offended right now. Yeah, I don't get where it. Where you could make fun of this group or that group or, or my group or your group. We uh -huh. could just make fun of it and it, you knew it was... It, it was not hateful or spiteful it was right. it was in good fun and right. it's because you'd like the person right now it's like if you oh if you dare to say anything about anybody but that, how do you know that they like you <laughs> okay well i don't like people if i, I don't either the, uh, to be honest this is how you would know i like you 
if I will talk to you for more than five minutes, I like you. Okay, cool. If I don't, yeah, it's like go your own way. I'm getting that way. I'll just be I'll just be cordial. Yeah. And then how how can I get out of this? I feel I won't my, look at my well, watch. See now, I feel myself dissociate immediately when I'm talking to somebody that I, I'm done. I'm already done. You know, we have that with supervisors all the time, and then they're just blah blah blah. And I just come, Check out. go out of my body yeah. and I'm somewhere else and I'm thinking about what I'm going to cook for dinner or whatever. Okay. I do that where yeah. I'm like, oh, what was I, what cards do I want to put in my new deck? Yeah. Like where, I totally okay. yes. dissociate. So I, I don't know if you've ever seen, uh, oh my gosh, it's, it stars Jason Lee and it's, it's like a, he meets a girl and he's going to get married, but he's supposed to get married to her cousin. And he meets her. Uh, it's so. It's a funny, very funny movie with Jason Lee. Jason Lee, yeah, he's he's the lead character and the, the blonde girl from Ten Things I Hate About You. And Julia Stiles. Yes, and Julia Stiles, yeah, and and she's the cousin, and she goes. Uh, he meets her. It's some some somehow he meets her and then finds out. Oh, she's going to be in the wedding, uh-huh. and he really likes her, and they do things together, and then his. And I want to almost want to say Selma Blair is his uh, girlfriend, his fiance. This sounds really familiar. Yeah, it's just a guy thing. I oh. believe it's a guy thing. Let's see. But there's there's scenes in that movie where some crazy stuff just takes place, and then all of a sudden, uh, it goes to oh, it was all in his head, and and this is what was going on really. He was just talking. Oh yeah. That's but what it is. A guy it's a guy thing. thing. Mm-hmm. And I really like that movie. It's really funny. Uh-huh. I thought it was hilarious. I like Jason Lee. He's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, I do, I, I'm liking this. Sweet. Yeah. Let's, let's hear some more. Dan. Dan. <laughs> and again, I do believe most people are good. <laughs> I do. I believe most people are good. It's just, you know. It's just those few bad apples in every bunch. You know, every group you see, there's always at least a couple people where you're like, ugh, no. <laughs> no. I've flown hundreds of times at this point in my life. I've yet to walk up to a single gate and just look around and just think, no, no, that's wrong. We need all these people. There's <laughs> nothing but champions here today. What a cornucopia of talent. Mostly good, but always a couple disposables in every group. A couple of people I just stare at in awe, just like, how, how did you purchase a ticket? How did you clothe yourself and make it to a physical location where you had to navigate numerous social interactions to get here? How do you know how to get into an airport but know fucking nothing once inside? You just forget how life works. How's that cognitively possible? I don't know who has that squeak laugh, but I love you. You're the best goddamn audience member in this room. If anybody in here is like, I don't know how much I'm supposed to laugh that much. (laughs) Till you squeak with joy. Oh man! But yeah, some of these people I see, like uh, like uh, I usually see this couple. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm getting ready to get on my flight. Usually elderly, not trying to pick on seniors, but it's usually elderly. Just people, I'm like, how do you not understand how any of this works? They're, they're in the last boarding group, and I don't care if it's their first, first time flying. They know they're in the last boarding group. Or close, they're not in boarding group two or three. They're in boarding group like nine or 11 or some shit. And yet they've chose to stand directly in front of the boarding group agent. <laughs> Right, like the boarding agent and block the entire process for everyone else despite about 10 to 20 announcements not to do exactly that. That's the only announcement, please don't do that. And yet they just stand there, you know, force everyone else into this needless and uncomfortable moment of, excuse me, are, are you getting on? I'm just, I don't want to cut in front of you, but I'm in this group. Are you, are you, get, are you getting on now? Ex excuse me, are you, are you aware that a human being is talking to you right now? Ex excuse me, did you pass away recently? Excuse me. Are you aware that you may have passed away recently? <laughs> How, after like a hundred excuse me's, do you not finally think something just along the lines of just, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Mabel? Maybe we should mosey over to the lift. Maybe we should recognize this is a modern flying vessel with many passengers. <laughs> and not a private stagecoach for you and I alone. How do you make it to 80 when you're that fucking dumb? How has Darwinism not weeded you out yet? How have you not choked on food you forgot to chew? <laughs> Maybe drown in the shower when you forgot you close your mouth or look down from time to time. Wonderful contributing members of society die needlessly and tragically every single day and yet these two knuckle draggers suck breath. God's not mysterious, he has checked the fuck out. And you can relate to that stuff, too. I mean, as a comedian, he's flying all over the country. I'm sure he sees it all the time. Hilarious. Every time. Well, I wanted to tell you, too, this album. So I went and saw him a couple of years ago. Uh -huh. So uh, we get there, and <clears throat> if y'all want to stream his uh, Get Out of Here Devil, that's the uh, comedy album that I saw in San Francisco. I was so excited, so me and the boyfriend went, and it was at the punchline, and so we went, the openers were okay, his opener that he brings with him everywhere, John Huck, he's always hilarious, so then Dan gets up there, he does his whole thing, one of the funniest shows I've seen ever, probably, and then afterwards, they do a meet and greet, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a shirt, I'm gonna get... I'm going to get a picture, I'm going to get a hug, and I'm going to get an album. So I, I got this album. Oh, cool. And he signed it. Oh, nice. And it's funny. I told him, I said, I've, I've loved you since Squirrelador, because that's one of his uh, jokes. Uh-huh. So he wrote on there, Amanda, the panda, rude. That rude is a chocolate squirrelador because that's I think that's what it's, it's a, that's what the joke is, and then he signed it. So cool! I thought that was pretty that's cool. That's totally cool. And I got a picture with him, and he's like a super nice guy, and he's not super duper famous, but I like his podcast. Yeah, well, so I listened to that one, and then they started uh, scared to death. Yep. 
and I've listened to every episode of that. Really? Do you like it? Yeah, I like it a lot. Really? Yeah, so it, 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 when they first started, he would just have two stories, and then Lindsay, his wife, uh-huh. would just talk. They'd talk about it, and that was it. And I don't know, maybe around episode 10 or 12, uh-huh. fan, uh, listeners started sending in stories. Uh-huh. So she started curating those and, and doing listener stories uh-huh. so two or three uh at the end of uh, after he did his like creepy stories yeah the yeah. stuff that they've had happen to them uh-huh. and it's really cool well they ended up they did a after i don't know 50 or 60 episodes they had a whole bunch of people write in uh-huh. they did a book of all the write-in oh, stories yeah, I saw that. and then then they just did now a second book just got released uh-huh. and they were saying pre-order for this and where the and uh-huh. Yeah, it's really cool. I like it. I mean, I like paranormal stuff. Yeah. So it's it's just something cool. I know that Lindsay's super into that. His wife, uh-huh. she's like into crystals. Yeah. And that's you. They talk woo, about woo woo stuff. Well, they do it on they. I'm sure that they do it on on uh, YouTube. Uh huh. But I never watch it. I only listen to the podcast. Yeah. They talk about oh, what are you wearing today? And then they'll tell you oh, I have to do this because I'm wearing a dress and I'm wearing these. Uh-huh. I've got my special socks on. And it's just I and, laugh. And I can only imagine Dan Cummins comes from a place of skepticism at all times. And he is. However, there was one time he talked about where he was at some place in. Uh, I I want to say Colorado, but I could be wrong. Uh-huh. And they were at, he was at a hotel and he's in the. Uh, room and all of a sudden his water comes on in on in his bathroom uh-huh. and it's scalding hot Whoa. and he was he was like ah it was so really weird I, and and he told the the desk and they said something like oh yeah we've had an issue we don't know what it is and but it could He's have like, been something well, can supernatural I get a different hotel room yeah so I, they talk about hey we're gonna whoops sorry we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and uh-huh. and, and because of the covid stuff I don't know, you know, when they're going to get a, finally get to do it. Right. But they want to go do broadcast at some place, some haunted places. Uh-huh. But they have stories from all over the world. Right. Uh, and then people for the listen, they've st- said uh, they've sent in st- stuff from all over. Yeah, I as think, well. I think tonight they're doing a live thing, and they had a yeah, drinking. I think so. They yeah, they were. Yeah. Game associated oh, with it. Today, yeah, it is tonight. Today's. Uh-huh. You know why? It's episode one hundred. Oh yeah, that's so today what it is was. episode one hundred. Yeah, yeah. I knew they were doing it. I'm like, oh, that's and they totally have like cool. a drinking game all set up. You know, yeah. like Lindsay says these certain yep. things. Or yeah, well, because there's some things they say, and I just uh-huh. laugh. I go, oh, yeah, they said they, and they know. They go, so, oh yeah, we say this. So are people gonna die? Because they say it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, it should be fun. I mean, yeah. I, I'll listen to it. Well, I don't know if they'll get it out. Yeah. Because it comes out. Uh, it's posted Tuesday night. Okay. At midnight. Yeah, and then uh, so, time suck is on Mondays. Yeah, so oh yeah, Tuesday night. Yeah, no Monday night. Maybe it was. Po- it's posted Monday. I'm not sure when it is. Okay, but it comes out Tuesday night. I think it's Tuesday night at noon. They have that third one too. Yeah, there's, so there's a new one that's coming out. So I and I haven't heard that one. I haven't either. It's we we is dumb or something. yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it it's it's entertaining. I yeah. just I like listening to them. Uh, it, I will say the one thing that I find funny. Is listening to him talk at regular speed. Uh-huh. Because I listen on time and a half oh, when really? I listen. Yeah, so I can blast through stuff. Right. Me and, too. I do that too. And uh, so I'm like, he's talking slower than usual. Oh, wait a minute. You're like, Never oh, mind. let me change it. But, you know, just it, when he's saying those things about 
as soon as he was talking about the people that lined up for the boarding, uh-huh. I was like, oh, yeah. Me and my friend flew down to San Diego uh, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and we know what group we are. We're just kicking back, and we're watching all these people, and we're laughing at them. Why are they getting up? Yeah. We know they're not... Co- I know they're not going to be able to get up. The plane is still disembarking. What are they doing yeah. getting... Okay, you're going to wait. You're just going to stand there. We're well, just wa- sitting there kicking back going, you guys are asses. That's exactly like when you get out of an elevator. When you're in the elevator, you get out first before the people come into the yes. elevator. Oh, my God. Like, how many people times don't do that? have you been in the elevator and I, people are trying to oh, get on? No, let them get off and then you go in. Oh, well, so yeah. many times. Well, do you want to do you want to know even a better one to do on an elevator? Fart. I, I've d- well, that would be a pretty good one too. <laughs> but I've done this one, and it's it's pretty funny. Uh-huh. So you get on the elevator. Yeah. Don't turn around. Face everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Make everybody super awkward. Yes, and I, I've done it where I just sit there and I'm, well, I know I'm just going up one floor. Right. I'm just I'm just getting in. Well, I'm not going to turn around and look up. Right. What am I going to do? Watch it. Think, no, I'll just and I'll look at the and no one wants to look at me. No uh-huh. one wants. To, They're like, it, mm-hmm. I I think it's I think it's hilarious. I, I, every once in a while, you get a person that will look at you and then laugh. Like, yeah, it's. I'm just on the elevator. I'm just so going funny. up. Yeah, so do funny. just seriously do it. Yeah, because everybody, they're all facing the same way. I know my my floor is the next floor or whatever. Right. I, I press my button and I just stand there facing them and. But it's like, I don't know how some people, like he said, like Function? live so long. Uh, yeah. How they haven't killed themselves. How is Darwinism not taking you out yet? Yeah, I agree. It's Sometimes just, I just shake my head. Because there are things that are just common courtesies. And I get it. Some some people are socially inept. I understand that that stuff happens. But like when it becomes very consistent within society, then is when I start getting kind of upset. Okay. You say socially inept when they tell you number 11 yeah, and you're like number 213. Yeah. Have you called my number yet? Have you called my number yet? No, it's not. Sit down and wait your turn and shut the fuck up. Yeah, but they're socially inept. They have to like be around other people or something. There's some kind uh, of like. Maybe. But there's. Because something- I don't want people around me. If I'm See, waiting for I. something, I just want, I, I, I want to sit, I try to sit and I try to give off the aura, stay away, away from, yeah. because I, I'm, I will eat you. Same. If you're close, I will, I will take a bite out of you and you will turn into a zombie and die. <laughs> That's what I try I don't to get to throw a record at you. <laughs> you know, oh, I totally try to give that vibe. Me too. Because I don't want anyone. I'll, I look, mm, optimal seat. Yep. Yes, right there. Uh-huh. No one can come talk to me. I've got my back to the wall. Yep. Nothing can happen because I'm... No one can sit next to me. Yep. Yep. I am, I'm, uh, I'm the same way. Yes. I. My wife, sometimes we go to a restaurant and, and if it's like seat yourself, I, I look for, okay, we're going to sit right here. Yeah. Because this is... The, now I have a I have a view of the door. Uh-huh. I have I can see if things happening. I know... Right. I, 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 I know I, how to get out. Yep. I know... I, I always have a... You always have to have an escape plan. Yep. yep. And it, it's not because you think something bad's going to happen. It's not a paranoia thing. It's just, you know, you, you have to know. Your, your surroundings. Exactly. You have to be aware of things because it's, we had, we went to, so when we went on our trip, we went, we were, I think we were in Utah. We get to this hotel, we're checking uh-huh. in, and I think one of my nephews pulls the fire alarm. Oh, no. And I'm sitting there going, and it's right there, and he's like, he's like, and I'm like going, oh, great. 
and we're in the middle of checking in and all of a sudden I asked a guy, I go, is this real or is this, he goes, I think it's real. And people start coming out of the hotel uh-huh. and there's, it, there's smoke billowing out of a room. Oh no. Well, everybody's going out. What did I do? Oh, I went in. <laughs> I wanted, I'm, I'm going to check, make sure everybody can get out. Yeah. Because I see smoke. I know there's smoke. I right. can smell it. I don't actually see it until right. I get upstairs. And my brother's laughing because he goes, oh, it's something from, from uh, Chine. And, I, and I'm like, Chine? Where's Chine? Uh-huh. He said, yeah, it's a Chine person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and th- they were cooking something in their room. Oh. And it, or microwaving something. Uh-huh. I don't know. And it's it's set off the Burned fire the alarm. and. And, and then I go outside, I go, uh, you guys better, move. so we're all sitting in the un- overhang, underhang, the uh-huh. check-in overhang. Right. You guys better move because I think the fire engine's going to be coming. Yeah. And so they moved and sure enough, here comes the fire engine. Yeah. And then I, I, I like, uh, yeah, you might want to get out of here. And I, stupid people. There's some lady, she's grabbing all her luggage. If there was a fire. Because fu- stuff. It matters. Because stuff. It, exactly. Stuff King Cow. Did some other guy, I go to another room and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this guy's looking for people. Uh-huh. No, he was going in to get something to, I'm like, what are you, you guys are all idiots. See, but then, like, and when, after I saw that one, I just, the fittest. yeah, after I saw that one, I just said, okay, I'm out. I'm <laughs> out. And then as I was walking down, a, a plainclothes cop was coming in uh-huh. and I go, yeah, there's some people up here. I don't know what they're doing. You might want to go check on them. Right. I remember, I remember we went to Reno and we were staying on like the 17th floor and it's three in the morning and the alarm goes off. The fire alarm goes off and like woke us out of a deep sleep. And that's, there's something about that that has like a disorientating. It's very disorientating. Well, it's disorienting. (laughs) Disorienting. Disorienting. Yes. Yeah. That's a weird word. But the, the. Butthole pucker factor is very high where you're like, oh, shit. So do we leave? Do we do they make an announcement like? Yeah, because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Is this a fire drill? Is this real? Is this not real? Is it above us? Is it below us? Did somebody commit suicide because we're in a casino? Are they shooting? Is somebody shooting up on this floor? So I just kind of looked at him. I was like, what should we do? You know, so they they came over on a a loudspeaker and they were like. This is not an emergency, blah, blah, blah. You can stay in your And then because you guys were awake, you proceeded to copulate, and now you're pregnant. Yep, that's what happened. I, that's it. Wait, <laughs> you, I can pinpoint the date. <laughs> nice. Well, you know, the things in, sometimes the things you do in Reno, they don't stay in Reno. <laughs> yeah, well, now that this one, it's not what you're going to, it's a boy, we're naming him Reno. I told. Reno Panda. I told him, I said, because we were looking for a middle name. And so I was like, Reno Big Panda. So I did. I was like, should we, should his middle name be Reno? That would and be, he laughed. I liked it. Uh, so that was that, a, is that a soft no? It was a soft no. Okay. Because <laughs> I kind of like that name, Reno. Yeah. But it's I think different. It's, different. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know, there was some guy in some movie named Reno. Almost, uh-huh. I, I seems, seems. It just like, reminds me of Reno 911. <laughs> okay well yeah i love reno 911 do funny. you yeah it's funny all right. <laughs> well all right let's let's continue please i don't know though maybe i'm the problem <laughs> i gotta entertain that possibility you know i'm the one choosing to get all worked up about this stuff that's a choice i guess that's what my wife tells me she's like you must like to be mad you choose to get worked up about stuff like that and when she says that i just think well you know 
Now you're on the fucking list, you know what I mean? <laughs> you, could, you could have chose to support me in my moment of frustration, but you chose to pile on. She's probably right. I, uh, I do get worked up when I'm alone, that's pretty ridiculous. I'll be alone in a hotel room, removed from society, happy, content. <laughs> and then it's like I can't stand to feel happy, I guess. I just, on an instinctive level, I'm like, I don't like this, I don't like how this feels. So I just, I get my phone out and I open Facebook and I scroll until I'm furious again. <laughs> I scroll until I come across a comment, a status update that someone left and I react as if they yelled it at me specifically. As opposed to just posted it. <laughs> I, get so, I do get so frustrated with comment sections just in general on the web. Because I feel like they could be a place for constructive criticism. Interesting dialogue. And sometimes they are, sometimes they are. A lot of times they just devolve into a virtual outhouse where frustrated losers take continual and hyper-aggressive hate shits. And if you think I'm being dramatic, just read, go to YouTube after the show and just read the comment section under anything for more than a minute and see how good you feel about society. Just so much ignorance out there. Just comment after comment of stuff like, this is the worst movie I ever have seen as ever is. <laughs> Thanks for taking a study break from Harvard, Dr. Genius. How did you fit seven apostrophes into that horse shit? <laughs> Man, we can clean up the comment section. Make two changes. We can make two changes. We can clean it up. All right, first change. I don't feel like you should be allowed to comment on anything you feel like commenting on. It doesn't make sense. You can't know everything about any possible subject. Some subjects you stay away from. I, I think when you try and leave a comment on the web, a quick IQ test pops up pertaining to that subject. <laughs> right? And if you can't answer like a simple question quickly, you get blocked for like six months. <laughs> you know, you're on ESPN trying to leave some comment on some football article. One question pops up. How many weeks or in the regular season. And if you're like, 16, no. There's 16 games, there's 17 weeks because of bye weeks. And if you don't know what a bye week is, then bye bye, dipshit, get out of here. <laughs> this isn't your place to shine. And no more anonymity either. People say a lot of racist, hateful stuff on the web because they, they can be anonymous. They can shout out from the darkness, you know? I, like, I, I remember like a year or so ago thinking that just racism was done. I was like, you know what? I don't even think racism exists anymore. <laughs> I think we're pretty good. I think we've reached a good place. And then I was like, wait a minute, you're white, you dumb shit. You don't know what you're talking about. And then I remembered about, and then I remembered YouTube. Like, YouTube, if you think that there's no racism in society, go to a video of any black man talking about literally anything on YouTube. And look underneath, and you're like, oh shit. We got some fucking work to do. It's unreal, because people, people can you know, say stuff because it never comes back to them. They'll have a profile picture of like Ed Norton from American History X. You know, some name like Confederate Warrior 1853. <laughs> oh, you're really on the front lines, you son of a bitch. You're fighting some battles. I think you'd have to own those statements. I think your profile picture should have to be your most recently issued, you know, government identification photo. Uh, so people know what you look like, and underneath that, it should be your current home address so people can find you and follow up with some questions about your witty comments. Yeah, I'll shut it down. People will be a lot less brave if it comes back on them. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the time suck. Occasionally, you'll have idiots on oh, the internet. The internet, and it just he'll comments. He'll read comments of yeah. people commenting on whatever he's the show happens to be on. Right, and the people he just reads them and. Yeah, and he makes go. commentary on what, it's whatever. Hilarious. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah, it is very funny. Yeah, there's so many people out there that, you know, they they just post mean things or whatever. Yeah, and, and and like you said, it's they have the anonymity of the uh-huh. hiding behind their computer. Yep. They, they, they wouldn't have the balls to say no something way. like that to, to someone's face. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, I always, because me and my dad get in conversations that become very circular and i'm like all right i don't want to talk about this anymore but he's like the tv says this and the tv says that and the tv says this and i'm like you gotta stop watching tv because i go out inside the world all day and i don't see any of this thing that you're talking about yeah i was listening to some podcast yesterday Uh and and the, the guy had on a guest and he was talking about people are being programmed and he says, this is how you're being programmed uh-huh. through your TV. Yeah. And he was saying that everything, if you watch, if you watch this, mo- if you watch any movie in the first five minutes, you're going to see this. And he said like a coffee cup or uh-huh. something. And it's because they're going to, they want you to drink coffee. And he could, he was saying all these things. I'm like, oh, and, and the guy said in his preamble, uh-huh. I didn't know, I, I, you know, I thought he was just like a, it was going to be a, this, um, uh, multi-level marketing thing or something and then i i watched some of his videos i'm like oh i have to have this guy on Uh and everything he was saying it's not that it's programming you but the way they set everything up it's you're programmed so it's like the subliminal messages and that's exactly what he called it yeah said said it was subliminal messaging and so you'll different things will just you'll keep pounding them and you don't even realize it and it's funny because they're teaching us the language yeah trigger Things like that, because that's what they're doing. All that stuff. They've okay. When when they say different things, they the people just allow them to change the language to to whatever you want to make it. Whatever you want to make what you're saying mean. Right. So, but that's not how language works. (laughs) Yeah, but because everyone, if they keep saying it over and over and over, so the the COVID thing. Uh huh. What what are you gonna get if you get the shot? What's it called? A vaccine. No, it, yeah, that's what everyone calls it. That's right. not what it is. It's not. It. I mean, by it's their. It's not. It's a. It's a. It's an inoculation. No. 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 It's, it's a. It's a. a it's a uh, experimental drug therapy. That's what it, they're when the Moderna goes to when they're filing with the F, FDA. That's what it is. But everybody calls it a vaccine, so that's what they call it. It's right. not a vaccine. Yet. Yeah, well, not yet. It might be eventually right. somewhere down the line, but it's not a vaccine. It's actually a uh, RND. I don't know. It's an mRNA. Yeah, mRNA. That's it. Uh, recombinant. Yes. Which is the exact same thing no, as the oh. hepatitis B vaccine. Yeah, it's not a. Well, I don't know. No, I don't know. If it's, it's the exact, same. It's not a vaccine. That's not a vaccine either. Well, it's, because it's a virus, like viruses and bacteria, they work differently. But, but they keep calling vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Right, like right, the right. flu shot. Why don't they call that a vaccine? Because it's not. That's what, and neither is this. there's so many different strains of flu that they guess. 
Well, I guess there's anyway. So they, if, but they keep calling it a vaccine. So right. now everyone just calls it a vaccine. Right. If you get the smallpox and you get a shot for it, that's a vaccine. Yeah, because you don't get it. That's a real vaccine. Yeah. This isn't a real vaccine, but they, but because they keep calling it that, now everyone thinks oh, that's what it is. Uh-huh. But that's not what it is. If you want to say, uh, well, woman, what's women's right to choose? Okay. No. It's abortion, yeah. but ever but you you've gotten rid of the word abortion. You you right. Uh, you you're you're, you're you, you're softening the effect of whatever it is. So then ever it becomes acceptable, and and I think that we do that for all these words that used to mean something, and now they don't mean what they well, used to mean. But I would say that English is a special language. Oh, English sucks. It really does. And I spelled we, it S U X. We pull. <laughs> We pull from so many different other languages. And, and then make up our own things for half the stuff that we, but, oh, you know what, but this another is the rule. Thing, another thing is we're not direct. We have too many words. Like a lot of other languages, especially like the Romance languages, they have specific words for very specific things. Okay. Whereas we use too many words to describe things. Or, so yeah, we become yeah. euphemistic where, you know, we, we, we will use a euphemism. Something that softens the blow, uh, you know. Oh, my! My aunt passed away. No, she died. Exactly, but people don't want to hear I, that word. I know because it's it's just direct and to the point. But in other countries, like I think that that's why when you do uh, other cultures, like my best friends are Vietnamese, mm-hmm. I had to correct all of their English papers because I was English speaking first language and they were Vietnamese speaking first language. Their language, when you translate it to English, is harsh. Like, they will be super direct. Uh-huh. And really, it'll sound really harsh. They're obsessed with some kind of weight in their culture. So they will call you fat to your face. Yeah. And, like, you're not supposed to do that in, in American culture. Like, it's rude. Why not? It's rude. And, like, you know so, what I'm, so, I know. So what right. we do is pre- pre- pretend that all these people that are pre-diabetic... Right. We don't want to save them. We just, we just. Oh, you know what? We'll look the other way. And and when you show up in Walmart with your clothes that right. don't fit, right. we won't say a word because we don't want to be. We don't want to offend anyone. Well, I don't know. And and then it could get even more complicated because then it's personal freedom. They can get as fat as they want because it's yeah, personal freedom. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Get as fat as you but want. But then I have to pay for their health care. <laughs> I know it's a never-ending circular <laughs> the system jerk. Is broken, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, here, you know what? Here, drink Coca-Cola, drink Coca-Cola. Oh, guess what? Coca-Cola gives you diabetes. Yeah. All these yeah. sodas. Oh, yeah. Why is everyone diabetic? Yeah. Why do we have a insulin? Multi-billion dollar industry. Which one? The insulin? Soda. Oh, oh it's an And insulin. diabetes. Yeah. It's like, I mean, how many, how many, when you, okay. <laughs> I, I, See, I like getting you all worked when, up. When you were a kid. I was a kid. So when did you go to grade school? What years was it? I was in kindergarten in 1990. Okay. So in 1995, we'll say you're about a fifth grader. Uh Uh-huh. I'm 10. Did you, were there any fat kids in your class? Yeah. I mean, there were maybe two, one, maybe. Because I remember, I can tell you the ones, and they weren't really fat. They were just big boned. They were just big kids. There there was like maybe maybe a couple girls. See, but that's and like a right around the time of puberty. So, like, there were there were probably kids that were getting well, a little okay. chunky, well, these, getting ready to grow. Yeah, and it could be. Yeah. These guys, they were just bigger. They weren't, but they weren't what I would consider fat. Yeah. There was one guy that I knew 
in high school that was he was really fat uh-huh. super nice i liked him yeah he just was he was really heavy yeah uh but that was it it wasn't like now if you if you go look i feel so sorry for the little kids that are like six did, seven did, eight years old it look like they're sausages and stuffed into a little meat skin they're already a hundred pounds yeah or they're or oh my it's sad. i do too or they the, the boy the boy that's 10 years old uh-huh. and he has moobs yeah what's like dude yeah. how oh my and well, what and do your parents do but they're not putting anything in our food dude they're not doing that at uh, all. okay yeah okay next track please <laughs> oh. and then bring to a lather rinse <laughs> and repeat mandatory sterilization let's talk about it <laughs> I wanted to open up on it, but I didn't know if you trusted me yet. <laughs> I feel like we I feel, I feel we reached that point in the evolution of our species where we need to address this, you know? And I, and I realize there is not a good historical precedent of a white dude bringing this shit up. Uh, <laughs> but hear me out, I got a little di- different angle. It doesn't make any sense from a logic point of view. You know, you just can't keep, we have a limited amount of resources. You can't keep pumping out, you know, mouth breather after non-contributor <laughs> after shithead at an exponential rate and expect a pleasant ecosystem for the rest of us to perpetually enjoy. That's not a sustainable equation. It's not responsible to let, you know, 14-year-olds continue to play pull-out roulette and just pop out tax burdens. It's insanity. It's insanity. Somebody smarter than me could put an end to it. Some nanotechnologist, some biotech engineer could develop a, a sterilization chip, a little microchip that's put in every single baby, every baby, every race, gender, sterilized until they're at least 25 years old whole human race. And then if you're 25 or older and you'd like to have kids, you can. If you can pass a test of basic parental abilities. You gotta earn that shit. That'd be nice, right? First part of the test should be finance. It's not warm and fuzzy, but if we were gonna do a perfect world, you should be able to afford to bring life onto the planet in a perfect situation. You know, the first section of the test would be the address section. You could fail that. I know that sounds heartless. But if you put down your parents' address, you can get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Go on, get, scat. Other questions would test your financial maturity. Stuff like, uh, in the previous six months, have you purchased, unironically, a Razor scooter, sneakers that light up, (laughs) or hit on someone at a mall food court? (laughs) If you answer yes to that, you don't get to take the test again, Peter Pan. (laughs) Never gonna be ready. Do you consider paying off a credit card, transferring the balance to a new credit card? If you answer yes to that, the test administrator just pushes a secret button on their desk and your chip, uh, it electrocutes you to death. <laughs> if you can pass uh, finance, then you should have to pass some common sense stuff. Make sure you're not gonna kill a kid you happen to be able to afford. Really easy stuff you should know. Like what flavor of beef jerky do babies prefer for breakfast? <laughs> Pineapple habanero or sweet teriyaki? Hopefully, you know, that's a trick question. Baby choking all flavors of jerky at all times of day. <laughs> Jerky's quite chokeable for babies. They're small mammals with no teeth. <laughs> what, what's the one kind of knife you should never let a baby play alone with in a crib? <laughs> all kinds, all kinds is the one knife. One, one time, a lady answered so assertively when I asked that question. Before I get to the next part, she just shouted out. It was great. Such conviction. She just goes, switchblades! 
I laughed for weeks about that every time I would think about it. I just love that in her reality, she's going through life going, you don't give a baby a switchblade. I mean, like a steak knife, that depends on the agility of the baby. But when is a baby old enough to change its own diapers? When it's far too old to be wearing diapers. If your actual baby is taking off a shit-filled diaper, wrapping it, putting it in a diaper bin, wet wiping butt crack, powder, fresh diaper, they should be raising you. That's the only person in your house that has their shit together. I'm glad this test wasn't around 40 years ago. I wouldn't be here. When I was born, I had a 37-year-old grandma. That's bad math anyway, you crunch those numbers. There's, there's no equation that makes you think, good for them, good for them. That's great. I did like having a young grandma. I still have a young grandma. I loved her growing up. My grandma Betty, she, you know, she was way younger than my other friends' grandmas. I would do things with her that would blow my friends' minds, you know, like we would legitimately go mountain climbing. Not like a trail, like just up a mountain. In like fifth, sixth grade, my friends would be like, how is your grandma climbing a mountain? I'm like, cause she's 45. She's an athlete in the prime of her life is how. All right. All right, all right, all right. Well, it's funny cause now that I'm pregnant, it's you just, think you should be sterilized? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I think about uh, me as a parent, and you know, I'm doing well, but I know that there are people that like struggle, city. Like they struggle through their whole pregnancy, they struggle through raising children, they struggle through, you know, grown children, and I'm like, man, how did those people <laughs> decide to like come to that? You know, just say that they wanted to have kids. After the first one? Yeah. Didn't you think you should have stopped? Not you. Right. But the struggler? Yeah. Don't you know how that happens? Or did you just want, why did you want to have a kid? Yeah. Was there a reason? I mean, was it just societal pressure? You know, like, why does why does anybody go to college anymore? I mean, I know my first one. I know why we had it because uh-huh. my wife didn't tell me to pull out. So that was her fault. <laughs> That's not how it works. I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think, well, I wanted kids. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think she wanted kids mm-hmm. and I come from a big family. Yeah. So it, it was, I don't know if it was expected, but... Well, you were exposed to babies, too, so yeah, you oh, were I, probably not afraid of them. You know, I had to raise them. Right. Well, they, 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 I called them brothers and sisters. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I'd never, I'd never been afraid of... I like playing with kids. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should cut that out. <laughs> no, yeah. Kids I, are fun. My, uh, my friend Rozo, he would play with his... There was kids on his block, uh-huh. and they'd play squirt guns and oh, water yeah. balloon fights, and we'd go to the park, and we'd play tag with mm-hmm. our kids, and yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's fun to play with them. Yeah, well, we grew up, we grew up right across the street from a 
from a park, a community park. And back in the day when they had dangerous uh, play equipment, mm-hmm. we had the, you know, the uh, merry-go-round of death, you know, where... <laughs> the bar, the bars you climb yep. up and you do the cherry drop on? Yep, the cherry we had bomb. those. The yep. cherry bomb? Is it the cherry bomb? I think it was a cherry drop. Yeah, I think it's a cherry drop. Well, we had this big, tall tower uh, metal slide that came around like in a uh-huh. circle. And we would always do park in the dark. So we would, you know, it'd, it'd be dark outside. Dad would say, all right, let's go park in the dark. We'd grab our flashlights and we'd, <laughs> and we would grab a roll of wax paper. So we would go across the street. My dad's a little mischievous. Okay. So so we'd go across the street and we'd go to the big tall slide. slide. And it's metal. I know, I, and it's cold. I know. I, okay, I'm with you. And it's cold. I know exactly where you are. All right. Except I don't know you why don't understand you have the wax, wax paper. paper. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you. You take the wax paper. You take it all the way up to the top. And it's a metal slide. And you sit on the wax paper. On the wax paper. paper. Okay. And uh, you fly down this slide. Got and you it. do it over and over and over. And see now. Why do you do it at night? Why don't you do it in the day? Because you don't even know you're I'm using getting, wax paper? I'm getting to that. I'm okay. getting to oh, that. I didn't know. I... So this was entertaining to us because we would fly down that yes. slide. And it was awesome. And then we'd go on the merry-go-round. We'd go around. We'd d- get dizzy, get sick. And then park in the dark was over. And we'd go home and we'd go to sleep. Well, the next day, us kids, we would go to school. And like my dad, if he would stay late. See, now what he had done was he had waxed the actual slide. So now the kids that were over there playing in the daytime are flying off of this slide. And he's created his own entertainment. Wow. <laughs> he still, he what told, did he use for wax? <laughs> like like the wax paper. longboard Oh, oh! So you guys sliding down waxed it waxed. up. Waxed. Ah, that's hilarious. That's pretty funny. And so he didn't tell me this till later, but he was like, and the next day after we would do park in the dark, he's like, I, I go- would watch those kids like fly off of those slides. See, because I, li- I, I always wanted to go fast. <laughs> right. Because when you go, sometimes you slide and you're like, yeah. and you stop. Yeah. I'm like, oh, great. I don't know where my dad got the idea. I'm assuming that this is a 60s secret. I've never heard of that one. That his kid, you know, he did when he was a kid because, you know, the big rocket slides and all that stuff. Well, I know know, uh, my wife did this. I never did it, but they would go to the supermarket and get Uh an ice block Uh and and go down the golf course. Oh, nice. And uh, go down the fairway on, on ice blocks. That would work. They did it a lot. Uh-huh. I'm like, how do you get, how do you guys stay on, seated on the ice block? Isn't it cold on your butt? Don't you get wet? Put a this, towel. Is, this is rational me. Don't you get wet? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> but I don't know how you. It's a ten block, ten pounds. It's not that big. Right. I, I, I don't know. I'm not that big, but I, I don't think I could sit on one. You just do it until I know, you can't I'm sure. do it anymore. I, they did it. Yeah, I'd probably try an ice cube. Well, oh. see, and like, like I said, well, you'd need a lot of ice cubes. Just one. <laughs> oh, that's not a. All of a sudden, there's grass stains on your not butt. A fairway. <laughs> yeah, there's just one ice cube, and it's like it, it's like a trough. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, we were across the street from the park, so there was there was a baseball field too, and when it would rain really, really hard, the whole baseball field would flood. Uh huh. 
and my dad told me he, we had you know he was a painting and wallpaper and contractor so he was inside houses all the time and he would fix things and all that stuff so he always had plywood and stuff all around and he told us about skimboarding okay and so it would rain and we would get so excited we'd be like yes it's gonna flood the baseball field and we're gonna go get a piece of plywood and we're gonna go skimboarding the next day and i mean i would because i was a country girl so i was complete country bumpkin like you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't believe i'd go out there in shorts it's probably like 20 degrees 40 degrees outside and i'm like skimboarding yeah i don't have a shirt on i'm just in my shorts because i'm 10 like eight Eight? or nine and so then we'd go running over there and we would skimboard and i am just dirty from head to toe i've got picked my mom's got pictures of me just covered in mud you know from head to toe and stuff and dude but those were the days yeah one time my we have a picture of my son and blobs two boys uh-huh. and they were playing in the backyard and they took a picture and they look like they're <laughs> mud children <laughs> they're just co- the black lagoon yeah they're just covered with i don't know what if they were just throwing at each other i don't know what they were doing but they, it was pretty funny i just laugh i'm like well that must have happened when i was at work like right? everything <laughs> yeah but kids kids are so much fun they're, oh yeah but you know they're they're there are a lot of work. work they're a lot of work they're work but they're fun yeah but some people I, I think one of my brothers he is the he i think he thinks he's one of the the best parents ever uh-huh. and he's a parent that in my opinion does the least amount of work ever uh-huh. and there's lots of those out there i'm like really do you guys what what <laughs> When your kids are doing something, what are you doing? Yeah. Shouldn't you be paying attention to your kid instead of while they're... Right. I don't know if, if we... I think we were playing Warcraft or Starcraft online. Uh-huh. And he goes... He gives me a message, BRB. Uh-huh. Be right back. Right, right. And he comes back and I think his sons are like four and two, somewhere uh-huh. in there. And... Maybe five and three. One of them <laughs> is holding the garage door, and the other one's pushing the b- button to make it go oh, up. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and he tells me that I'm like, "Okay, Dad of the Year." You're like, "Man, somebody's head's gonna get smashed." Yeah. Well, no, because I think it stops when yeah. the so they're probably blocking the thing, not knowing they're blocking the thing. But still, I know danger, no good can come of that. Danger, Robinson. <laughs> but yeah, like you know. I think that one of the things that I've learned through my kids is patience. I was a patient person before. I'm not somebody that just completely flies off the handle and and is super impatient, but they've taught me to be even more patient. Well, I did. We got some home videos, uh-huh. and my wife was watching one Christmas of 2006. Uh-huh. And my daughter, I think the youngest one is nine, and she wants to put stuff where decorating the tree right and i'm i'm holding her and i'm getting mad at her because i'm saying i've got you you're not going anywhere right i've got you and then she gets all upset she's scared she, you're, she's gonna fall yeah, yeah. I'm like i'm not dropping you i'm your dad right and then then i'm trying to the whole time i'm trying to 
being joke around with uh-huh. her and she's like all pouting and right i'm Getting like upset a kiss <laughs> yeah okay, wow and then then the older sister is sticking her butt in a younger sister's face and it's all in video i'm watching it and so then i grab the older sister and say come here come come stick your butt in her face and so and then 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 we call that the fart game yeah, well, the, the camera the camera is filming still right. and you see the tree and all three, me and the two girls, are wrestling on the ground. And every once in a while, you see feet fly up in the air. <laughs> it's like, you can hear us, but you right. can't see anything. And it's pretty funny. I'm like, huh. Yeah. They grow up so fast. Right? They were little girls. And now they're women with jobs. Yeah. And doing all sorts of cool things. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. And my, my oldest daughter, she just turned 10. And like I said, we took her to her concert and, you know, just seeing the way that she interacts with other, you know, just the public in general and how she wanted my attention. And she, you know, we were hanging out just her and I, and we don't do that very often. You'll do it more when you get older. Yes. When and she, when she, it's not your kid. Yeah. That you have to raise to be an, right. a, a, cause you become peers adult in psych in, in that functions in society. Right. Right. I mean, that, that's your main goal. Exactly. You're not you're not your kid's friend. I'm not trying you to can control be friends them. with them, but I'm, you're not their friend. Yeah, but I'm not trying to control them. I'm trying to give them all the skills that they need to be able to, to function. A, right. To, yes. to function in the world because the world is not nice. And I tell them that all the time. Have you, know? you do you need me to show them a pink slug? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was traumatized <laughs> enough by that. Okay. Have you told him about the pink slug? Uh, no, not yet. It's not coming yet. No. Okay, good. It's funny. I just gave Kayla her first uh, puberty book. What, 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 what is that? I gave her her first wait, wait, what, puberty what, what book. What does... Okay. <laughs> Can we hear the next track, please? <laughs> but it's because I'm pregnant and she's really curious. And so... Next track. I just did it. Next track. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Uncomfortableness. I don't know if I deserve him. Probably not, but I have kids. I have a, I have a nine-year-old daughter, Monroe. I have an 11-year-old son, Kyler. Man, they're good kids. Ah, oh, thanks, yeah. They're fun. I love them. They can, they can be annoying, but you know, so can every kid. So can every person. I can be annoying. We can all be annoying. But what's great is like when your kids are annoying as a parent, you can provide so much incentive to them to no longer be annoying. Right, that you can't do with other people. Like you can threaten legitimately to take away all of their stuff. That's power, because technically all of their stuff is all of your stuff. You know, it's gonna be nice to remind them. I wish if my dad powers translated to the rest of the world, I feel like I would hang out in public much more, right? That'd be so great if like some dude's acting like an idiot at a bar, you know, just whistling at the bartender, snapping his fingers, you know, just like, hey, hey dude, she's not a dog, that's a human being, knock that shit off. Hey, you don't talk to me that way. Do you want me to take your phone? Is that what you want? You want me to take it? I'll take your phone. I'll take your phone for a week. I'll smack your ass in front of your friends. Is that what you need? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm sorry. I was, okay, I apologize. That'd be amazing. Every once in a while, I meet other parents who don't seem to, uh, to actually like their kids. It's one thing to be annoyed by your kids, but actually don't seem to like their kids. That always really makes me so mad. You know? It's like, you know, it's, it is sad. You know, you shouldn't act. These are your kids. If you don't like them, you should be mad at yourself. Right? Odds are, this is your fault, you know? You had the opportunity to create somebody fun to hang out with, and you fucking blew it. <laughs> These people instinctively love you at birth, you know? They, they want you to be proud of them. You can legally discipline them when they act in ways you don't approve of, and if they don't like your discipline and they run away, the police, 
free of charge, will find and return them to your home. <laughs> for more shaping and crafting and molding. It's like you're the head baker in an artesian kid cafe. Yeah, you're crafting a human being to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, I, I think of all the things that I have done with my kids uh-huh. just because I wanted to, I wanted them to have maybe the experiences I had when I was a kid or right. do some of the things, gets things that I didn't get as a kid. When there's eight of you. Right. You know, I, I didn't have my own room. Right. So when I had an opportunity to give them their own room, I was like, yes. Yeah. And then my wife's all worried. Oh, well, I, I think we should put this daughter in this room because we don't want her sneaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she's thinking that because she's only, I think she's only nine, uh-huh. ten when we moved here. I mean, why would you? I don't know. I have a feeling that's what my wife did. Well, I know uh-huh. she did. She right. says she did. Not with me, but I, she did. I used to. I, I didn't. I never even thought about it. Really? Yeah, I did. Because I, I was allowed, to, I could go do things, and then I had to be home at 10 or 11. Oh, see. So I, I came home at 10 or 11. Yeah, when in, when I went into high school, and I think it's because I was a female, you know, went into high school, all of a sudden my parents' roles reversed. When I was a kid, my mom was the disciplinarian, uh-huh. and my dad was nice guy. When I got into high school, my dad was the disciplinarian and my mom was the nice guy. She wanted to hear about all the drama happening at school. And dad just like was worried all the time about us being anywhere that he didn't know where we were. And, you know, before cell phones and all that stuff. So we really were where like we would tell him one thing. We'd be somewhere completely different. And he knew it. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't really care. I mean, I cared. But I thought, oh, I've got to, they got to grow. I can't be, right. I can't be there. And so I trust them to, that we've given them the, the tools to make the right decision. Yeah. And I remember. I think that's hard for some parents to <laughs> give up. I, and I think, okay, I think a lot of stuff for me uh-huh. is I, I was, I, I kind of got that when I was growing up. Uh-huh. So I, I felt that way. But some of the things I know I, and I've seen the parents that, I think they live vicariously through the yeah. things their kids did. I did it. I don't need to. I don't care. Right. You don't want to play? Don't play. You want to play? Play. Didn't bother me. Right. And even when they didn't want to play soccer, and they play, but they didn't want to play like I play. Right. Okay. You want to play volleyball yeah, or play softball or yeah. good. It's your life. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. I don't care. I want you guys to do good and win. But if you don't, it doesn't doesn't because, affect me. Because if you don't like it. You're not going to try as hard as you want. You yeah. know, like, you so have to at least like it. When when we, when we they could start doing things, yeah, go ahead and you can go. And one day, I don't know, I don't know, my daughter had to be about 15. Mm-hmm. They went to some party and she had a beer mm-hmm. and someone, I don't know how I found out or we mm-hmm. found out, but my daughter was devastated because she thought because she let us out. down. Uh-huh. No, she uh, she was, and I was like, uh, you know, you shouldn't be doing things like that. But I, I don't think either one of us were like, oh, you're we're, you're right. grounded and we're right. never going to trust you again. Be- right. Because you could tell she was remorseful, but I I remember there was was uh, when I was a senior, there was one house 
where a kid I was play I played soccer with, his mm-hmm. dad was a biker. They'd have all the time kegers. Yep. And all the kids would come over. And and I think their thought was, yeah, they'd rather have them do it here than right. be running around. I've heard that sentiment before. And it was, I, I, I think maybe I'd have a little bit of a, a little bit, but it wasn't like, it would yeah. just go and it was socializing. It wasn't so much partying. I remember one time uh, Saturday Night Live came on and the guest was Devo. Uh-huh. And we all, everybody stopped and watched Devo right. sing Whip It. Yep. Because it was like, yeah. Whip it good. So I think, I think if you, you, you have to give your kids the tools to learn what to do. Right. But you, you, when they make decisions, you have no control over it. And you also can't, oh, you know what? Give in because I want to be your friend. Right. And and my friend, his daughter was good 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 and then something happened and she became the bad apple of Wild. all bad apples yeah and he he's like okay you this is you behave this way you don't get these benefits because of the way you're behaving yeah it's it, you don't get rewarded for bad behavior exactly but well henry rollins he's the one that had he had some quote and he was talking about you know teenagers think that rebelling against their parents you know, doing all these bad things that actually affects their lives like, is is the exact opposite of what they should do. They should do better than their parents. That would really show their parents, you know, mm-hmm. like but then you end up going to jail or you get arrested or something. And that actually like ruins your own life. Yeah. And you're doing you're doing something that you think is going to make your parents mad, but you're just screwing yourself up. Yeah. Which I thought that was kind of profound. I was like, "Oh shoot!" That is it, nobody ever thinks about stuff like that. Yeah, I do. Well, not that, but I think about. Uh, I see. I see parents. That, oh, they just want to be the friends with. Uh-huh. And I'm. I think you know you have time to be friends later. In, this, you're in, not friends. In my generation, I, I run into a lot of people that their parents make their decisions for them. Still. Still, which is something that is very foreign to me in the way that I was raised. Yeah. But it's like, that is, I I remember my daughter, we went shopping for school clothes and it was, I don't know, she's like 13, 14 Mm -hmm. and she took two of her friends with her and we went to some place. I don't know. I don't know where it was. Macy's or something. (laughs) Right. And they had shirts. And so, well, let's go to some other place. So we go to a discount store and they have the, nearly identical same clothes for a third of the price right and and her friends are telling her to go get the the expensive thing and i said okay listen to me clearly right i'm spending this amount of money you can get three shirts Uh that look like the one shirt or you can get one shirt i don't care i'm not gonna get three of the other shirt you're gonna get the same amount of money spent Wherever you get it. Right. And and I think my daughter ended up getting the, well, I know she got the the bargain shirts mm-hmm. and she went off to college and one day she called and she said, dad, guess what? I did. I found this thing and I found it and I went online or I went somewhere and I went to, and I found it for like half the price. And she's telling me how she found this great deal on whatever yeah. she was. Yeah. And I'm like. In my mind, yes. Right? I was so happy. Yeah, I know. I was, yeah. Well, and like I think about stuff like that all the time too because 
I, I mean, I was, like I said, I was raised in the country, but the schools that I went to, like everybody was kind of cholo. Everybody was kind of gangster. So there were some weird fashion trends and stuff and everybody had to have like Adidas and everybody had to have Nike stuff. And my mom was like, no, uh huh, no. Yeah. That's what I, I think- had kids and champion and <laughs> yeah i i think because i was from a big family and yeah and you don't have a lot of money to go around mm-hmm. i didn't my, I, I would get stuff that wasn't the the name brand stuff mm-hmm. and it didn't bother me I mean, right it, it fit it, it was closed and i thought it looked good mm-hmm. so i i have that in my i'm not gonna go out and buy yeah look at i can get the same looking pair of shorts yeah for I can get four pairs for the price of one of this. Why would I do? But if you look now, you can find you can find Adidas stuff. Yeah. For relative. You, well, you, but now it's not like that at all. Oh. Not like it was in the nineties. Now but, it's like, oh, I found this at Goodwill. Oh, and you yeah, that's two. And you can't have it because there's only one. Yeah. And I got it for two dollars. Yeah. There is that. So that's kind of I interesting. Have a, I have a sister that does that. Yeah. When, when my dad died, she, she she made sure she told everyone in the church that, look how frugal I am. <laughs> my dad my dad said I was frugal. And so I'm wearing this jacket that everyone thinks expensive. And everybody's looking at her going, your dad died and you're talking about how great you are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe it's the way she grieves. <laughs> yeah, it was. It me, was. Me, 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 it, it was me. the blob. The blob texted and said that was a good service. <laughs> Funny how all she did was talk about herself, <laughs> and, and I made. I read it to everyone, and uh-huh. she had left, and so then we all laughed. And this was this. This is yeah, the, the sister. The, the sister. sister. Yeah. Yeah. The sister. Yep. Yeah, my it's my brother's birthday today. And I call. Oh, him. happy birthday, brother! Yeah, he won't get this. He doesn't <laughs> listen. Although, he, although he said my my brother-in-laws have made him listen to a couple things talking nice. about the sister, and, uh-huh. and and he said, yeah, I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> but when I I talked to him, uh, we we got to talking about the sister, and we're like, yeah. He goes, I'm done. I go, I know. She's yeah. she's just whatever. And I go, you you can do all all you can do, and then it's. It's not in your hands. Yeah. If she doesn't want to change, she's not going to change. Yeah. You just have to roll on. And then you look at your parents and say, how did all the other kids turn out all right? What What did you do to her? Did you feed her <laughs> soy? <laughs> yeah. Well. I like that. I, I like that Dan Cummins. Yeah. Yeah. He's, that, was, that was some funny. He's that, just angry enough to, to make the observations that everybody's thinking in their head. It is, it, and it is observational humor. Yeah. Very much but so. But it's. It's. Things that he talked about, everybody has seen. Right. Everybody knows. It's it's not a situation that's foreign to them. Right. It's very relatable. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, that was side yeah. one. That's good. That's and a, this album's called Maybe I'm the Problem. Nice. So. <laughs> noise. <laughs> As he would say, noise. <laughs> oh, I thank you. Yeah. Thank no you for problem. bringing that. I'm glad you got everything to work. Yeah, eventually, you know. Yeah. I'll do some troubleshooting. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, or some new laptop buying. Hopefully, I I see you again. I mean, hopefully, we do a show again. Yes. Before you have the baby. Yes, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I've got a little ways. So. I know you do. New Year's Eve, baby. 
I know that's awesome. Yeah, we'll do an episode of uh, Steel Panther on that day. Nice from your from your from your room <laughs> from my delivery room. Yeah, let's <laughs> hey listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> epidural, epidural, epidural. Uh, do you have anything else? I have nothing else. Say good night, Blob. Good night, Blob. Bye. Later.